Nakore Apparel is a lifestyle brand inspired by and created for those who unabashedly seek, speak, and live in truth. Nakore is the African Adinkra symbol for truthfulness, and the clothes speak truth in all its forms with the ultimate aim of love and justice. If you're down to expand the culture, break barriers, and eradicate injustice wherever you find it, then Nakore Apparel is the brand for you. Go to NakoreApparel.com. That's N O K O R E Apparel.com. Nakore Apparel for Truth Tellers. Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now. Yeah, coming yeah, to you live yeah, and direct yeah. with episode number Dev didn't tell me what it was. 337. I didn't even change it. <laughs> I didn't even change it. I thought about it right when it was about to go live. I was talking all that shit right before. 337. 337 of the Drop Mind Summer Thoughts Podcast, the DMST Podcast is back. Thank you to everybody tuning in right now on the Duo Podcast, YouTube, and Facebook Live. Thank you to everybody tuning in throughout the week on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, the TuneIn Radio app. Um, no Wooshka. No Wooshka. What's up, Kyle? Anywhere, loud, wherever, however you get your podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in this week. Um, Playboy, how you feeling? Feeling great, man. Uh, feeling great. Playboy the DJ, man. Playboy D-A-D-J. Another show, another week, man. Let's ready to get it in, man. Let's get it. Ulyse, how are you feeling? Blessed, healthy, and wealthy per usual. Um, feeling real good. Feeling grateful. I'm on this place of gratitude. The little things, you know? Mm-hmm. Feeling grateful. Okay. Man, I'm joking. <laughs> Dev, how you feeling? <laughs> Fuck, how you feeling? <laughs> no, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. As y'all can see, it's going to be one of them. He's yeah, starting already. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to have some fun. I ain't gonna we are going to have some fun. We always have some fun. I ain't going to be too crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to look at my volume. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. If yeah, I'm... we got to, you know, we, 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 hey, y'all. Y'all, y'all got to give us a little grace. We, we, we making sure we get check, some things together. Check 45 in this bitch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully everything's good and everybody's um, feeling good this week. Everybody's let us in know. And watching. In the um, let us, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure y'all can let us know. I'm, I'm watching the YouTube. I guess other people. Yeah, I, I think y'all y'all watching the Facebook. So. Oh, I started. I'm about to say maybe I ain't started. Okay. You said you haven't. I think I did. I ain't get no notification. Me yeah, either. I ain't get one either. So it may Let's not see, be up. Let's see. Let's see. Hmm. Technology. Oh shit! It's not my dumbass man. It's all good. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. Y'all. Oh, you ain't hit the one part over yeah, there? I ain't, hit, I ain't hit the part over here. I got it. It'll be up in a second. Let's go. <laughs> all right. We'll start going around the room. Um, Playboy, how was your week? Uh, week been, you know, actually, you know. Lisa's <laughs> a. <laughs> I seen her look. <laughs> actually, this has been a better week than I've had previously. This has been an excellent week. I was able to take care of some business. Uh, accomplish a few things, so everything is okay. I'm feeling better, you know. I'm good. Okay. I, it was one thing I wanted to do this weekend that didn't get accomplished, but it will get accomplished, and I promise it will. Mm-hmm. So it's all good. Okay, Ulysse, how was your week? 
What the fuck is wrong with you? Lisa, she 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 just be so extra. <laughs> Lord Jesus Christ. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, my week was cool. Um worked a whole hell of a lot and um I did my uh <clears throat> private event for the pastor's anniversary uh, oh, yesterday. Oh, you did the pastor thing. Yeah. How did that go? Hold on, praise 30 minutes praise clean. first. I mean, first, first and foremost, praise. First, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. First and foremost, the the, the Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. And he he's the head of my want. life. And um and and um he leads me to greener pastures all, all hey, the time. Hey, Bobo. All the time. All the time. Uh, <laughs> I and, think that's what it is. He lays me to lie down and greeneth. It's and he, not greeneth. It's just green. <laughs> and even in Vegas nights, he keeps us, he keeps us on the straight. And yes, there. he shines through the clouds on Vegas nights. He keeps it straight and there. It illuminates my path. He he he. he <laughs> Opens up those slot machines <laughs> on one pull, uh-huh. on one pull, on one push. She opens up those slot machines, and when the, and when the Lord gives us, I put them in my pocket. <laughs> I'm sorry, you. Let's go ahead. I think it's gonna be one of the pots for you hey, too. But keep the party going. The Lord provides with yams, <laughs> no soul food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 but being 100 though, like when I did the show, mm-hmm. I remember syrup sandwiches and mm-hmm. gram allowances. Yeah, you are. So right. it keep me humble, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would. <sighs> so that's the whole. I remember them days. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, bars. No, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, doing that show, one, I ain't gonna lie, like it just. It re, I don't know. It almost like it, it made me start all over at the beginning again. It almost made me feel like a brand new comic because mm-hmm. one, I had to do the show sober. I had to. I wasn't gonna go in there conscious wise with mm-hmm. you know anything mm-hmm. in my system Slipping or whatever. Up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like drinking or nothing like that. Whatever. Like no, I I had to do the show sober. Two, I had to do it clean. No cussing. Mm-hmm. No sex. Mm-hmm. No, you know what I'm saying stuff like that. Thirty. Minutes felt long, didn't it? I did forty eight. Okay. <laughs> they was they were, and then on top of that, I don't know if you ever had to sit through comedy without a mic, but they didn't even have a mic, so that put more work mm. into delivering it because it's like just the audio. Mm-hmm. Like I can whisper something to hit different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But not having a mic, clean, sober. And then to do 48 minutes on accident. Yeah. Like what? that right there. You was meant to be there. And the pastor enjoyed also, it. He was you like, at least man. always be secretly bigging yourself up. You know what I'm saying? When you really, <laughs> when you bring it down. <laughs> we gonna nigga, when you think about that, could you? We gonna big you look up. Nigga, it. could you? Look at it. Look at it. Could, man, please. That shit. <laughs> All right. I like gonna, the emphasis on the t- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gonna pick you up too, though. No, no, definitely. No, that's, that's definitely. It's dope. That's dope. I mean, a, a switch up. I earned my dollars. <laughs> a switch up, though. I mean, I, I'm gonna give you that, though. I mean, honestly, it's when you, especially when, when's the last time you done something that with no cussing or whatever? So I mean, so it's like, yeah, I, I get it. I it's mean, hell, like, half the comics now that's doing shit can't hit a mic without talking about a dick, whether it be almost, theirs or somebody else's. It's almost like DJing how people can't do a clean set. Like like they can't play oh, songs I got, without, without... Matter of fact, I got the songs coming and, to and you. you know what? Real quick, just to say, when you talk about DJing, I literally was thinking about you and Playboy last night when I was at Skeets. Mm-hmm. Because the DJ or whatever... When you were skeeting? Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a different a one. But bar. Oh, yeah. okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought you said you was thinking about them when you were skeeting. That's a whole different conversation. All right, go ahead. My bad. I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas. But, um, <laughs> no, I was at skeets and he wouldn't play any hardcore rap. Mm-hmm. So what he would do is he would take the instrumentals of like, you know, Kodak Black, but put the audio of Anita Baker over it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it was weird. It's dope. What? No, no, he was. It was weird though because you got Man, the what? No, for real. I kid you not. I, I made a. I made a um, a little video or whatever, and it was one of Drake's intermission. Uh, intermission. Uh oh. Instrumentals. Damn, love catching a nigga fuck up a word. I thought she was. I didn't know what word she was getting at. I thought it was an interlude. Hey, I didn't know. It was the best I didn't know. Well, that was the best hey, me. I know Drake over the intercom. I know what was going on. The intercourse. What was going on with Drake and okay. entering somewhere? <laughs> but he was instructing some shit. Okay. <laughs> no, so I made a video Interlude, of yeah. Drake's intermission. <laughs> 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 That's the, that's the that's the spelling bee. It was Drake's thingy. instrumental. Okay, and it was <laughs> Anita Baker's "No Pain." Okay, okay, yeah. So all you hear is like "No Pain," "No Pain," "No Game" over Drake. That is music. Like it was the it was Anita the craziest Baker, thing. I mean, no, that ain't Anita. Who is it? That's um. Oh, I, I can't think of it right now. No game, no game. That's not that's that's not Anita Baker. You, you right, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't. Betty, it ain't. I, I know what you're saying though. Betty right. Yeah, okay. Betty right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you just can't be throwing shit around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit came out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. It was like somebody tap you on the shoulder and you gotta look and they fist right there. <laughs> but um but yeah, I mean, if you had a DJ set or whatever to where you mm. had to tell 90% of your patriots or whatever, you know what I'm saying, you can't play Kodak Black, Peachy, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you get rough. you figure something out. Oh. Yeah. It gets rough. So. Brainstorm, no. And I ain't gonna lie, he played every genre of music, all different, you know what I'm saying, like ages or whatever. He played some reggae, he played yeah. some old school, new school, and, you know, he had a couple hip hop songs or whatever, but. For the most part, you know, he tried to encompass everybody. He was doing a good job. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you got through it. It's good to hear. Seriously, seriously, it's good to hear. Man. That's, you know, that's experience. Because that allows you to, I mean, that just opens your, your repertoire. Mm-hmm. So to speak. Mm-hmm. So, you know, okay. you can go in and do some shit. And you know you can go do this, too. And you know what's so crazy? It really made me tap into my storyteller. And I don't yeah. do that a lot with comedy. Because storytelling, like, it... You when you like perform or whatever, you usually have five to maybe ten, maybe fifteen if they like you mm-hmm. to tell some jokes that's gonna get people laughing. So you usually don't go to stories unless you got like some real solid stories. But yeah, it was dope, man. My week was dope. Cool. Dev, how was your week? Fuck this um, week. <laughs> week was week was was cool. I mean, I'm just getting used to the. You know, I talked about it earlier in the year. It's even more prevalent now. Just the process of trying to help turn around a school is very difficult. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, so uh, it was another. It was a challenging week. Work, work is I'm starting to get used to the the, the intensity of it, but it'd it be a lot going on, man. It'd be a lot going on. So um, in the trenches, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be nowhere else right now. So uh, yeah, it was a cool week. 
if I started going into what was going on and shit, y'all like, what in the hell? It, it just each week it just grows and grows and grows. Do man. you think that weighs on you? Personally? Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, it would affect your day to day. I think no, not anymore. It used to when I first started working in, in residential and in social work. But like for the past ten years or so, no. But early on, early on it did. You know what I mean? Um early on I would take some of that shit to the crib with me. You know what I mean? You can't help but take some shit to the crib when you like dropping two infants off. In the Walmart parking lot to their mama after you had to take them from her for, you know what I mean, for drugs. Like that shit weighs oh, on wow. you early on. You know what I'm saying? When you're a social worker and with kids coming in and they cutting and trying to kill themselves, like that shit fucks with you. But after you go through that, like you don't realize what jobs mean when they talk about experience. Mm-hmm. Like, so when I go interview for these jobs, they like, oh, okay, when can you start? Cause they like, I know you, this is, you know what I mean? I, I just had to work at places where the chairs were bolted down to the floor. Where like you know when shit go left, you can't have nothing on unit that is removable because whatever they is available, them kids gonna try to use to harm themselves or you. So like you get in the school, a kid having a fit. It's like okay, calm down, man. I'm gonna right. call your mama. They probably gonna make you cry. To you know what I mean when I call your mother. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, it's it's really it's not as intense. So um, no, not no more. You don't really do that to me. So it's just in the moment. It just I don't know. In a moment, it's be a lot. It's, it's the um, it's really the juggling of the juggling of responsibilities in the building that is the more difficult part now. You know what I'm saying? But no, nah. once them kids go to the crib, when I hit ninety third a Union and I start driving towards Opportunity Corridor, rap. It is a rap. <laughs> I put on an episode of Judge Mathis. Can I real quick? Speaking of speaking of my week, my week just consists of work and watching Judge Mathis. Let me tell you. <laughs> Shout out to the homie Cat because she was coming back from somewhere. Uh, shout out, speaking of, Cat was on last week. Her album is out. Great area. Go listen to it streaming if you haven't. She was coming back from her self vacation. She was talking that. about how she was watching Judge shows, and all I watch is Judge Mathis. And I think the reason I I'm old now, and I've embraced it because I watch Judge Mathis. And I think it's because they be on there suing niggas for like one eighty. For like $212.73. Like in the back of our mind, we like, nigga, just give them the 150. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it draws us in because they're not suing for $40,000 because that's out of our league. Mm -hmm. But you got two niggas just normal arguing over $185. I'm all in, nigga. You, know you, you was a regular um, lawn person. You cut your grass two, three times in a row, but they ain't paying. Yeah, you, yeah. Boom, give me my bread. Nah, nigga, I you ain't know back. what I'm saying? So uh, I love that shit because it's just. And it's, I, told you, I told you two levels, nigga, on the mower, not three. I'm taking you to court. Did that nigga Judge Mathis was watching one today where the lady was like, uh, he said her man used to uh, smoke crack. Uh, he was letting the shit ride, but the nigga wasn't making no sense. And he like, now, nah, sir, I'm going to put you out in the courtroom because you ain't here talking like a crackhead right now. I see him. <laughs> ma'am, I know you think you're done with crack, but this man is talking like a crackhead. Man, that shit is the greatest, man. It's the greatest shit ever, man. Oh, just, man. And it's just arguing. It's like, it's, it's white noise argument. It's always a solution. It's very male-based. Like, there's always a problem. There's both sides, and then there's a solution. And it's always logical. In, in 23 minutes with the commercial. Boom, boom. 23 but on minutes. YouTube, it's about 12 minutes and 30 seconds. See? Boom, boom, boom. Right. Problem, issues, solution. About, boom. 
Very concrete. Day over. <laughs> and if he can't come to a solution, it's because neither one of them niggas made sense. Makes sense to me. <laughs> I got you. But if both y'all niggas don't make sense, then I'm like, hey, both y'all niggas sound crazy. That's basically what he be saying to him, man. But I love that shit, man. Love that show. So that's what my life consists of. How was my week? Work in Judge Mathis. Okay. Do you think you're a completely different person at work than you are in no. any other setting? Or are you the same? Like- I'm the same. I'm the same person. The only thing that changes is my word usage. But I think that's the luxury of working. Not the luxury. That's the skill of, to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, working. trying to big up himself. No, not for. <laughs> <laughs> she was waiting for that. She was waiting for that shit like Michael. She was waiting for that like L'Oreal or Michael B. Jordan. She was waiting for that one. She was waiting for that one. You see a pastor? We'll get to that later. <laughs> hey, I seen the look in her eyes earlier. She, she had her <laughs> she set that shit up. She asked me the goddamn listen, question. I took a break. I took a break. <laughs> but no, when you working with kids, when you working with kids, you got to be authentic with them because they'll see through that shit in a heartbeat. Especially when you working in the trenches, they'll see right through some fake shit if you being fake with them. So I just say fake stuff. Mm. Everything I, I would have said, everything I said to y'all just now, I just would have said fake stuff right. or fakeness. Just, yeah, so it's the same. And I always got to remind them, look, I'm from East Cleveland, so stop missing me with all this nonsense you're talking about. Y'all here talking about y'all about to fight. I ain't never worried about nobody that's about to do nothing. Right. Y'all need to go back to class for y'all about to fight. That's a good point, yeah. Uh, Fights happen. Fight, fight. Right. Fight, fight, fight. But see, (laughs) Or be quiet. Have you ever fought in school? In school, yeah, I fought in school. I haven't fought in school in a long time. But I remember I missed free... I missed. <laughs> what the hell he throw down? What was in your hand? The hot sauce pack. Handkerchief? I mean, what was that? Hey, hold on. That nigga said. What was that? Okay. This nigga said. He think it's out of 1600s. Hey, it was crazy. I don't know. I do recall <laughs> that nigga said to have a hand. And he paused. He was like, <sighs> "No, man." That, that brought back a okay. memory, nigga. Because we had we had structured gym in elementary school. You know the big ass um, parachute thing and yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. But like once every like semester, I guess, or half a year, we would have open free day. Like we could just hoop for an hour. Yeah. I'm in the bathroom changing me this thing ain't Luke Scarborough, man. Fuck Luke. Man, me and Luke got to fight. I got suspended, man. And I know ne- I was about to bust niggas' ass. I was looking forward to open day in the gym for weeks. Getting dressed to go into gym before I started serving niggas sixth grade layups. I got, I got in a fucking fight. I got in a fight with Luke Scarborough. And I like Over hit it. what? How did it start? I don't even remember. All I remember is he was like bending down to put his shorts on, and I did. I Whoa. was on some sucker shit. I like pushed Whoa. that nigga's head into you know the stalls, dude stalls is like long. You know the long stand up stalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like pushed that nigga head into the stall, and then from there it was go time. Yeah. So you started it? No, we was arguing. Oh. But probably I can't even remember. That You're was a bully. I was eleven. Damn man, <laughs> I've never like that was one. I was hurt, man. And they, but my teacher Miss Kid, cause she liked me. You know what I'm saying? Not oh just like God. for kids. She, she, she. 
If I was 18, she'd have hollered at me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she still let me go on the she still let me go on the sixth grade trip. You know what I'm saying? Because I thought it was curtains for me for the sixth grade trip and everything, but she let me earn it. So I ended up going on the sixth grade trip. We went oh, to, you earned we went it? To the cabin. I, 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 yeah, I, I didn't want to go there. there. Nigga, I was about to say, did y'all go, uh, did y'all, did y'all, did y'all go to Coastside, nigga? Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> Where did we go? No, no, that was no, we went to, Columbus, we went, yeah, we went to the cabins. We went to, uh, oh, I can't remember what it was, man. Um, what's it called? Oh, I had something tip of my tongue. I can't remember. Is it in Ohio? Yeah. Like a cabin place? Yes. It's not Hocking Hills. No, not Hocking so Hills. I do remember. Um, it wasn't cabins. Punderson. Punderson. Okay. Punderson yeah. Park. Yeah. They got cabins out there. Mm. I remember we used to go to um, Boston Mill Brandy Wine. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to go there to the, to the uh, ski, ski, ski resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was the week, man. Okay. And and twenty nine years ago, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since you at least asked that damn question, if I've got been a fight in school, man, it's been a minute. All right. Well, um, let's see. Well, my how was your week, man? Yeah, well, yeah. It, it wasn't too. It wasn't too hey, busy. Sir, how was your week? Shit, um, we well actually it was kind of bad in the sense of because we we switched to a whole new like EMR system at the at the hospital, so it's like everything, like every fucking thing is switching over on March fourth. So we're going through these trainings. And so I, I sat through a training on Thursday afternoon. Wasn't the best of situations or whatever, but I, I did. And then I felt the test to that you have to pass to get access to the mm. new system. So I actually signed back up for a course on Friday morning. I sat through that thing. And I felt pretty good about it or whatever. And I, I didn't pass that test again. You got to get like like 80% on this test or whatever mm. to, to, to get access to the new system. So I didn't pass it again on Friday. So Damn. I don't know what the hell is going to happen um, next week. Um, starting tomorrow, we'll see. I got to figure out something over the course of this week because this is the last week of this mm. whole operating system. So, uh, to be able to do my job, I need to be you know be able to have access to this new thing. But we'll we'll get together. But um, if you went to Warrensville, nah, I would be able to read. Yeah, uh, exactly. I would uh, be able to pronounce <laughs> <laughs> instrumental. This thing is yeah. wild. <laughs> Intercontinental. Enter, enter, uh, enter, dragon, uh, what? Pass all my tests for it. How you get, how you get, you know why? Because the test wasn't how to say the shit. Test was A, B, C, or D. So I was able to do you remember? Was was, uh, Mr. Walker there when you was there? Can't remember. Probably not. Ball head dude. He was a football coach. Yeah. Yeah, He was, he was a teacher's aide in my old school. He was a cool dude, man. Mm-hmm. He was retired, but he just came back to work just because people don't want to sit at the house. He was hmm. cool as ever. I get it. I'll talk to you about him afterwards. Um, niggas in the 80s and, and early 90s, man, with some wild boys, man. Yeah, y'all was. I, y'all, I was a kid. Then, um, Well, <laughs> you also was earning trips. <laughs> that's, for my be- that's for my behavior in class because after I got suspended, I, I, I focused up, you know? Okay. Oh, yeah. You got to focus when you're doing something. <laughs> Um, what else? What else we do over the weekend? I, I, I auto show on Saturday. Oh, I, I like doing that. I, I love the auto show. I ain't been it's, in a couple of years. Man. Yeah, auto show was it was dope yesterday. Me and Carlisha went yesterday. Oh, you you wind up getting caught up out there. Like you wind up thinking you're only gonna be there for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So like we looked up. It was like going on three hours. We was out there and stuff. What? Oh fuck! The auto show is dope. Can I? Can and, I then, and then and then and I, I gotta say this real quick too. Mm-hmm. I had ramen for the first time. Hey! But, but not the ramen y'all want. I didn't have a packet. You had a little bowl. I, I went to a restaurant and had oh, some ramen. I was, shit was 
good. That shit's fire, nigga. It's fire. I this spot in uh, Pinecrest called Sand Pebbles. Oh, okay. And um, it's a little small. Now, hold spot. on. Pe- man, Pinecrest got four, 40 restaurants. I'm about to exaggerate. It, it, yeah. I feel like Pine every Crest time I talk to a nigga, they was at Pinecrest in his yeah. restaurant. Go, like, when it gets warm, go to Pinecrest and just hang out between Firebirds, <laughs> between Pinstripes. Yeah, I've it's been there. It's a spot called 56 Kitchen. I, think I haven't been there. Too. Oh, Kitchen Social, one of them. It's like it's like scratch chefs doing oh, a lot okay. of different things. Like Sand Pebbles, like I said, I did that yesterday. Condado Tacos is up there. Duck Donuts. Um, Duck Donuts is up there. They got a red steakhouse up Nigga, there. You know what I bought yesterday? Shake Shack. Shake Shack is I got, up there. I got a question Cooper real Park? quick. What's no, that? What's that? Fuck is Pinecrest? It's right up. It's like a legacy village, yeah. but it's like off of Harvard it's a, it's a, it's and Richmond. It's on Orange, basically. Yeah. Orange. Yeah. So the little. The little so you know where Ahuja is? You know where Hoosier uh, Hospital is? Well, no, is? don't even say Hoosier. It's basically. Remember where Red Lobster and shit was? Yeah, Tri-City yeah. East. And, uh, and, and Bahama <laughs> Breeze. Oh, you talking about uh, it's right across the street from by the hotels and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That same street, Orange Place. Yeah, it's uh-huh. nice back there. It's, it's nice. nice back there. Okay. We've been up there yet. It's been open for at least a couple years. Yeah, at least four, five. I've been away for, yeah, about four, about four, four or five, five years. years now. Yeah, four or five. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I've, I've been out. I've been. Yeah. I had. A, I had. A, I used to work in a doctor's office in there like three plus years ago, and it was already open. Yeah, so it's about four to five years. It's been open. Damn. Yeah. It got a Whole Foods up there. I mean, everything well, everything ain't been up there for four to five years. No, not everything. Okay. First, first but watch. the whole the whole facility. Yeah, the facility yeah. been there. They got it started off with just there. Silver Spot Cinema. That's where it started. Spots, yeah, that's what niggas was going to mostly when it first came about. I gotta live then. Shit, yeah. Silver Spot is dope, but don't nobody go to the movies no more. But that, if you want to go to the movies, I would go. to I Silver am gonna Spot. go see Creed three. I heard. I yeah, me too. Great reviews. Me too. Play, me too. But, yeah. but you. Can I? I was about to say something. The restaurants up there and stuff like that. But yeah. He said he went to the uh, the auto show. The best show at IX Center is the Home and Guard show. Maybe this is old nigga shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's walking like like uh, the little mini houses and shit up there. It's like they're all these sheds and shit, and they like build. You can like walk in them like double two level sheds, nigga. They build. I know this sounds crazy. They build whole gardens, nigga, with the with the with the walking path and the grill in the back. You'll be up there with your grill in mind. I'm trying to go to this shit. Hey, hey, you going over there? This is this is when I knew my life had transitioned. <laughs> when did you know that you were old? No, no, hold on. When did you know you were old? This is when my life transitioned. It's funny that this nigga would say that shit because I woke up about six o'clock in the morning, crossed my leg. Was drinking green tea and honey. <laughs> turned on and it was at the fucking home and <laughs> on Fox Eight. I was sitting there like, hmm, this, this is interesting. <laughs> it's so fucking dope, man. Then they got the little look, but then they got in the middle. They got all the dope shit. These niggas like, from East Cleveland like, like home and garden. Like you could go up. They got the little de- demonstration. So it would be the nigga with like the sealed tight containers for your refrigerator, and he'll like be doing a demonstration every fifteen minutes. He'll put the chicken in that bitch, and it go like zoop, and then that bitch is airtight. Then can't nobody open the lid till you click the little button. It be some fire shit. You know what's another good one out there now? The RV show. Oh, I've, I've been to the RV show the, out there. Top of the line. RV show out there. Them, them shits be. But listen, you leave. Fire. You're not thinking. Home and Garden. Home and Garden. They have like. You leave. You're not thinking. Go no, ahead. listen. Because like when we was looking for kitchen, we was doing this shit. We was doing the kitchen shit last year, and then a couple years before that. But they got a whole hot tub display with like 15 hot tubs. You can choose when you want a hot tub. They got areas where they got whole kitchens built the fuck out. It's just a dope ass, like, I can't even, ex- it's just like, nigga, y'all did this shit in three days? 
After, after Dev left, he said, "Don't ask me if I want mayo. It's aioli." Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's, I don't eat mustard. It's gray poupon. You know what I'm saying? I'm not eating there or not. Did he roll his tongue? Yeah. What he gray gray poupon. It's ice in this glass. This is I don't want this. Phil Tuna. No damn tuna. You got half balloon after that, man. Why a hanger? None of that. None of that. No. Oh shit, man. Oh man. No, but it is interesting. It's I, interesting y'all, shit. Y'all man. think I'm lying? I it's, sat there and woke up and watched Fox Eight at six thirty in the morning. Listen, what I watch on TV now. Well, hold on, what's the black dude on Fox Eight? They get Wayne, uh, Wayne Dawson. Wayne Dawson. Dawson. Kenny Crompton. Oh, Kenny Crompton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was sitting there interviewing a the lady. He be all over the lady. He be all over the world. Bro, I was sitting there looking like, God damn, it's yeah. beautiful in this motherfucker. Yeah, man. It was beautiful, man. What a, a, <laughs> that and like Nat Geo. Like I'm old. But it's this nigga, it's called Seven Toughest Days. You know what I love about men-specific shit and women-specific shit? Not the shit they try to, like, cater to both of us. Y'all shit, it be like, nigga, buy the new house. That'd be the name of the fucking show. Say yes to the dress. Nothing nothing spectacular. It'd be like if our show was just like football talk with two niggas. Like, that's what they should name it. (laughs) They just name the shit what it is when women want to watch it. It'd be like... Ooh, I want to buy this house. Be the name of the fucking show. Our shit, I'm watching this shit on Nat Geo. It's like Seven Toughest Days. Like, that's all it's called, nigga. <laughs> it ain't shit up to the name of the show. You and you go on, and it's this nigga. They drop him off in the middle of Siberia or the middle of the jungle or the middle of the desert. And be like, you got seven days to get to a checkpoint. Go. So basically naked and afraid with one person. With one nigga. But he got to like figure out how to eat, how to set up camp, how to sleep. He got seven days to get over there. Yeah. And it's just called. And as much as you watch this, seven how, toughest days. how I got well do you feel minutes. prepared to survive? No. Just the same way y'all ain't gonna never choose between three houses at $560,000 a piece. And that motherfucker like, you know what? I would choose the second one. I know you would. <laughs> we just wasted an hour. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's, we do the same shit with our shit you never gonna drop me off in the middle of the African jungle where I, this nigga had to build his sleeping shit for the night 25 feet up in a tree mm-hmm. cause it was jungle elephants and snakes and shit on the ground at night that he couldn't sleep on the ground hey I don't care what nobody's I'm just gonna take myself one of them out shows, take me out listen if I'm ever on one of them shows I'm cheating like a motherfucker like I'm I'm flirting with one of the people who work yeah. with the camera crew Yes, got a regular supply of stuff or whatever, and I'm not, man. I'm about to Listen, be good. people be like, "What well, you gonna make it?" If I ever found myself in the middle of Siberia, I'm telling everybody in this room and anybody listening, if I ever found myself in the middle of Siberia with no supplies, God, hey, come call it. <laughs> that's it's over for me. That's how my, that's how my journey ends. No, you know that's how my, that's how I end. I feel like I died in some damn died in Siberia. In the middle of the winter. I feel like this. <laughs> no. I, I can't Listen, it. I feel like this. Dev would want God to come calling, and all he did was wander out the hotel drunk behind the daggone building nah. where there's beaches. Uh-uh. And all he had to do was turn around, and there was like nah. civilization. Like, He's looking out at the fucking desert. You gotta watch this like, show. This is not it. You gotta watch this show. I'll fight for my life unless I was out in the middle of the desert. And there was nothing around me for 120 miles. Mm-hmm. It's over, cause I don't know what a sand snake looks like as opposed to a rock. It's over. I'm going to step on a rattlesnake. Yeah. This nigga can pick up. Us. This nigga like, oh, this berry, this berry you can eat, you can you can get nutrients from. Nigga, I'll be eating the poison and shit. You know what I'm saying? 
Like who? This hey, thing your is, death in the wild be an accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I be just sat on the wrong thing. Oh, go. Nigga. <laughs> hey, that's, that's all it showed me. And then his surviving ass to come like, oh, this healthy big black man chop my leg <laughs> off, sear my <laughs> shit, yes. and, and survive for three months. <laughs> <laughs> all this shit showed me. Yo, he had a meniscus injury. You know what I'm saying? Like he diagnosing your whole body. He eat, he eat <laughs> that first because it's fresh. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. he had to reach his spring. <laughs> Looks like he fell down the stairs. <laughs> and the door was open. It tastes like the door was open at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. 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 I, I just, watching that, I'm a house nigga. I was a house nigga he back in the day. He had a recent ride in the ambulance. That one put, put me in the last field. last year or so, yeah. That put me in the field. I'm snitching on y'all niggas. <laughs> They trying to read out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get in the house. You hear me? All right, let me stop, man. Oh, my God. All right, man. Let's get Speaking of, since we talking shit, fuck the... We'll get to other shit in a second, if you don't mind. I got a question for y'all. Let's have a real honest conversation about this. Don't lie. Don't look at me. <laughs> don't lie. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Okay. Oh, hell. If somebody asks you to wash the dishes... What does that mean? Clean the kitchen. The entire kitchen. Yeah. So washing the dishes means wiping off the counter and sweeping and mopping. Yeah, stove, everything. Oh hell no. See, you know what? You know what? We living in the we living in the matrix. <laughs> don't, don't. What McKenzie do? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. This is all me. <laughs> if I I will go in there and wash every dish in that sink. That stove is gonna get dealt with another day. <laughs> yeah, I just all right. By, <laughs> by the letter of the statement, yeah, it means wash the it dishes. It means wash the dishes. If I go in my kitchen and I wash the dishes, I'm going to wipe the stove down too and stuff like that. Like, I'm going to make sure everything. It means clean good. the kitchen. Like, no, it don't. It do. Clean like, the kitchen. Why would you have, don't mean would you have clean, clean every. Like, why would you have. I got, can I answer that? Okay, go ahead. So you can eat off the dish? But the thing is, if you clean all the dishes, you're gonna want to use said dishes. Okay, that means let's say you only got fifteen. The stove because you want to use. Okay, question, said question. Let's, so that's what I'm saying. Like, can I say something? Like, think about it. Like you washing the dishes, you want to sit at a clean table. Like it just means. But you don't eat in the kitchen. Okay, I got a question for you. You don't got a whole. This is the thing. Like sometimes this is not front. Like this never happened to you. Let's say you made some a couple days ago or a day ago. You rinse it out, but you didn't rinse it all the way out, mm-hmm. and it was like I don't know. You made the, the 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 cheese sauce, the macaroni and cheese. Then you come in the next morning, you like, oh shit, I ain't cleaned that pot out. Mm-hmm. So I need to, I got like 15 minutes. I'm going to knock these dishes out real quick. Because in my brain, if I'm about to clean the kitchen, that means I got to get peel me some lemon, get me some lemon skins, put them in the microwave so I can melt the shit, wipe down the microwave. That means I got to clean the kitchen. But it's levels to cleaning the kitchen, though. I ain't got to go that deep. To me, cleaning the kitchen, you if I'm going to clean some it. lemons. Yeah, the lemon. Yeah, See, the, so the skin on the lemon, you put it in water, put it in a cup, put it in the microwave. After about 30 seconds, it'll melt all the shit off the mm-hmm. walls of your microwave. Yeah, I never heard that. I didn't do it with regular water. I didn't do it regular water. No, but lemons water. do it quick. My mother, yeah, yeah lemons do it quick. Yeah. Okay, like the, the skin. Yeah. Okay, I'm about to play this. Back what about the oven? <laughs> oh, the oven is. I mean, self cleaning. Yeah, about 15 years we get a new one. Listen, the extra shit, the cheese that dripped down there two years ago, it helped season the food you cook in the oven two years later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> It's like going to B and M these days. You know they ain't cleaned the grill since 1983. Hey, that's, that's, that's the special season. It's a right. special sauce. 
Yeah. Special sauce. <laughs> Polish boy a little dark. <laughs> no, you gotta clean the oven. I, I, cleaning the oven to me is not part of cleaning the kitchen. That's special. That's like spring cleaning. Like that's a twice a year situation. Now, when I say clean, okay, if I wash dishes, because if I wipe, okay, I can't see myself cleaning the dishes, and then it's like mustard stains and ketchup on the counter. No. And stuff like that. Now, when I say clean the oven, I don't mean no. Inside. That's twice. Again. I'm just talking about wipe down the top. But this is the thing. This is this is where I get tricky. Mm-hmm. If I clean off the stove, like clean it off, that means I got to sweep the floor. If I sweep uh-huh. the floor, that means I got to mop. Not the a floor. mop. Yeah, I try to do that. I try, I'm gonna say I try twice on Wednesday. A month I can do it. I can watch this is on it's, Wednesday. It's a Saturday though. It's a Saturday. A when Saturday I do is different. Yeah, a Saturday. Saturday I got four hours. I'm about to go to work. I just got off work. <laughs> I can smell the cheese from the cheese sauce yesterday. I'm about to knock these twelve dishes out real quick. I'm not cleaning up. Now I'm not dishes. gonna lie. There have been times I've been like, but I got y'all. Real quick. But I just Leah like, jumped down my throat too and said to me and cleaning the kitchen. Like the sink is right here. Yeah. Dispose. You know the dish. Uh, yeah. Dispose. Yeah. The counters is right here. Got to knock it all out. It's like I got to I gotta spray down bleach and all this other stuff and, and and wipe it down. It also depends on what I'm cooking, too. It's like if I'm doing like a lot of different seasonings and stuff like that. Like Damn, I'm like, going to spray the whole Y'all counter some good down. <laughs> it depends on what I'm cooking. Yeah. But like a, a full deep everything, oven, everything like that. Yeah, that's that's a bigger take on but yeah, I'll wake up on a Saturday and make sure I sweep the whole floor, everything real, real good, mm-hmm. and then mop and you know, and you know, really try to really wipe down the stove real good, or, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. But to me, it's just if I'm cleaning, if I'm washing dishes, I'm putting everything up. We done cooked. I'm 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 loading the dishwasher. I'm washing the stuff by hand. I gotta wash. I'm gonna wipe the stove down. And that's also another thing too. I'm like, I can't I, really go too hard in this conversation because I left my microwave in the living room for about two three days. Yeah, okay. I ain't mad at you. I ain't, yeah, me neither. Because nope. if I'm loading the dishwasher. Them little leftover dishes gonna have to wait for the next cycle. You know what I'm saying? about my psyche. Hey, they listen, can't wait for the sink water too. Yes, when I had dishwasher, I feel you. I'll be like, y'all gonna wait. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but some people, I get it. It's some things I just I automatically wash by hand. It just only oh, yeah, the dishwasher. Yeah. Y'all some good people, man. Yeah, I, I hate washing dishes. I mean, I grew up in the, in the era of we didn't have a dishwasher at home, so washing dishes was our thing. Like, we had weeks, me and my brothers. So Sunday to Saturday was yeah. somebody's week mm-hmm. to wash dishes. So I hate washing them, but there's some things right now that's just, all right, it's, it was cooked a certain way. I'm going to wash this by hand. I'm not even going to put it in the dishwasher or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I got to, like, always self, like, self-clean the rack and the um, the air fryer. Mm-hmm. That got to be oh, clean yeah, by that. hand. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That got to yeah. be clean by hand. Just about everything else, you know what I'm saying? Gonna get that run through one time. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, adults in this ghetto. Cause I ain't gonna oh, lie. Like, what was it? Tuesday or Wednesday? I think it might be Wednesday. I said, you know what, E, you've been in this place long enough. Like, get your ass up, do what you gotta do. You got mm-hmm. your washer and dryer hookup. You got everything that you said you needed to like get everything together, whatever, get up. And I literally adulted from like three to like twelve midnight. Like I was doing laundry. Like I was, I was doing yeah, everything. That's a lot. Like, that's a lot. Clean my bathroom, my bed, all that. Like I was, you I was consistent. getting to it. Because what happens to me when I try to it give like a done. whole day to clean <laughs> is that I get distracted. Mm. Well, not now. It's just people that live there with me now. We were Carlisha and the mirror there now. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I get distracted. So it's like I'm the person that 
all right, I'm in this room working. I might go walk in that room to go put something up. But then I see something in this room that got to be need to do it yet. And so, so I start yeah, in this so, room. And then, then I go into another mm-hmm. room. And I, so it just, it, it don't work It'd for be me. All over. I got to pretty much focus and say, all right, I'm going to do the bedroom or whatever this is now and do everything there. Because if I start walking the rooms, it's a wrap. Yeah. No, listen, that's how I started. I started with my, my bathroom. I was doing my bathroom, took everything out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I then I said, okay, let me separate all my laundry. Separate all my laundry or whatever. Like, I get exactly what you're talking about, like mm-hmm. for, real, for real. But I know that once I do get everything in its place and fully unpack and fully furnish and everything like that, and get everything like together, once it's together, I know I'm gonna keep it that way. Yeah, it's just getting mm-hmm. to that point. Okay, right. if you say, if you say so. All right. Well, look. <laughs> bottom line is, well, see, I'm a person too that I, I don't have a problem with my dishes sitting overnight. Are y'all? How are y'all with that? I can let some dishes sit overnight. I can I I can run my sink overnight, and let them shits yeah. breathe overnight. I Man, can let listen. my dishes pay rent. <laughs> overnight. I'm just saying, like, I ain't got. I I can it's, it's, I, I can go to bed. Disturbing. As a there, there are some people that don't. <laughs> there are some people do. that don't have like they can't. They don't like going to bed with a dirty kitchen. Yeah. My shits can sit in that sink overnight if I ain't in the mood. Yeah. Sorry, it's, it's a lot of things. My like, brother's I, like that, but I can't. I can't. I, can't I got remember. two floors, so that first floor be catching hell. Mm. Like, I'm telling, I can't. I can show you a picture right now on my phone. I was like, this should I be talking about? I came in from work and the groceries and everything that I bought that was not like perishable. Mm-hmm. I took my time. That was still out. <laughs> oh no, that, no that's, that's that wild. Not, no, that's wild. Listen, everything that was not perishable was like legit sitting in my living room floor. Oh no, that's because wild. I can't no, you, drive. That's, that's you and the end. I can't thought. drive to my door. So once I carry it, <laughs> once I carry it from the parking lot into my house, mm-hmm. it's right by the door. Like. Mm, it's mm-mm. it's a freaking knife set <laughs> like all, like all the type of things that I bought from my house or whatever it's just right at my door like when I had carried when you the get microwave home, put that shit in the kitchen it was it was in the living room for a minute I'm telling you I had to lean over the paper bags that Johnny will give you to use my microwave because I had bought groceries and did not feel like putting the paper bags away like I'm telling you I'm I'm not good at adulting well you live by yourself you can do that. Yeah, you can do that. You can do, that's the truth. You can do that when you live by yourself. Mm. You, I mean, you, 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 you. I mean, you should know. But you know, what I'm saying? but uh, you know, trust me, I know a lot of things that I should not be okay with, and I'm okay with. I mean, look, I was lazy when I lived by myself. I mean, there were things. But I, as I, I said, know I did. when I get everything in order, mm-hmm. it stay that way. Mm-hmm. I'm just not there yet. Mm-hmm. By your birthday. By your, Put by me your in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good goal. That's a good goal. By my birthday. Dude, what I got going on? What we going to celebrate do? together. No. Oh. Uh, it's going to be your birthday. And, and her cleanup. Or her <laughs> Put her cereal in the kitchen day. She bought a mop. Yeah. Listen, you understand, like, the motivation. Yeah, she, yeah, see, Coralisha, she's in the feed right now. Talking about she can't. Yeah, she's she's the opposite of me. Like I said, my, I'm, look, I'm going to let my dishes breathe. If I'm if I'm in, if I ain't in the mood, they can breathe overnight. They can soak and breathe. Mm-hmm. I mean, get get acquainted with each other. I mean, my kitchen clean now, but I also she, haven't she, cooked she's in a the opposite. minute. She she want to wash them dishes up. So I forgot to eat today. We yeah. talked about it on the way up. Yeah, yeah. You was so like that. yeah, it's, it's clean as fuck right now. So I forgot okay. to eat. Well, you forgot to eat because you couldn't get to the kitchen because all the bass was in a goddamn way. Mm-hmm. You're right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's? I mean, you probably. It, it, I'm sure it's not this bad, but it was. I don't want to get into it. I've met people before and gone over their crib, and the state of their crib was a deterrent for everything. Like, no, ma'am, listen, like, ma'am, you knew I was coming. Did you? 
No, I won't that's sit, the thing. I, I want to sit on your couch. Like, don't even ask me, me to listen. eat or drink something. Yeah. Listen. I said, like, the couch, uh, hey, it's been some wild. No, I yeah. legit told somebody they couldn't come over because my house was not presentable. And it was nothing that, like, my presentable was the fact that I had my TV boxes for my two TVs still sitting in the corner that I yeah. haven't broke down and threw out. So I don't even, like, you know I what I'm saying? And that. people, and people come over, like, why are you being one of them? Like, it's cool. It's fine. Like, it ain't. And I, I'm not like nasty where I have like food containers and tra- like, no, I'm not that. It's and just it that I have not fully unpacked and got rid of the I'm about to get trash for like, you know no. what I'm saying? Like just the different stuff that I put mm-hmm. in my house or whatever, like the TV boxes. If, or, it's, a nigga, it, if it's a nigga, it matters. Because why you ain't fully unpacked your baggage in life? Huh? Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> this is this is just a representation of what you about to try to put me through. Who the nigga who represents the box in the corner? You know what I'm saying? Now, and you no, and you ain't unpack, you ain't unpack your bags because you ain't unpacked your life. Yes, yes. Hey, wow. that's sick. That's sick and ironic because I have not found a way. <laughs> No, for real, dear. You really, you really read me right now because I have not found a way to take Max teddy bear out of my car. Oh yeah, oh like, yeah. You know he passed away. Like mm-hmm. I still have the teddy bear that he gave me in the, in my car. I have not yeah. found a way to get out of my car yet. That's that's so yeah. Niggas house. be joking, but we we don't be joking. I I, I don't know. I don't, I mean I could have said hanging on to that, but you can put it in your house now. That you dinner. His teddy bear that he gave me. And my best friend who passed away, like the bear I had got for her, mm-hmm. both of them is in my car. I don't know how to get them out of my car because I feel like that's the reason why, like all my travel's been safe. So, I don't know. I just like I, I attach things like that together. Like mm-hmm. so, it's like taking them out. Yeah. I mean, they can't ride with me. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just weird. It's weird. And my niece, when she when I pick her up or whatever, they care. She always looking for the bear. You know what I'm saying? And they looking. Uh-huh. For, so it's it's weird. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, and it's so crazy because like I got up and I did all that that laundry and got everything together or whatever because I'm like it's almost like me putting my house together is a form of praise and worship and a gratitude that yeah. like I have what I have yeah. like I'm so I, it's, it's like it's triggering like almost PTSD because like I'm so used to like not having things for a long time that I'm scared to unpack because I'm gonna have to pack it up again in my head you know what I'm saying makes sense. so you know now it's like no break the cycle sense. stop thinking like that like you're gonna be here get comfortable motherfucker I legit did my uniforms Fold them up or whatever, and finally put them in my closet. <laughs> like, no, no, that makes sense. I get that. It's no, it's crazy. It's crazy like to see, a lot of times, I'll experience shit. I see shit other people experience, and it'd be like, um, it'd be it'd be confirming all the shit my pops used to talk about, mm-hmm. man. But he used to always be like, like your surroundings represent what's going on in your head. If you ever took a snapshot of what was going on around you, or how it looked around you, you know what I'm saying, like. It's usually a mess when your thoughts is a mess. Mm-hmm. And you go ahead and you kind of calm down, get your shit together, and you'll clean up your area around you. You know what I'm saying? My, my mm-hmm. cousin, she um was Damn. a firm believer that your room represents your life. Your house. Yeah. Your house. Sure. Yeah. I remember Yeah. I remember there was a point in my life some years back where uh, you know I was going through something. I remember just being like, you know what? I need to clean my place up. Mm-hmm. Because I just I just remember being like how am I expecting my life to be a certain way, but my house is cluttered? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm walking around my house and it's clothes on the floor, or, yeah. or I ain't put these groceries away or something like that, it was like my my space was cluttered. Mm-hmm. So if my space was cluttered, the place I go to and the space the space I spend the most time in, you know, mm-hmm. and, and throughout a day, if that's cluttered, if I'm always trying to navigate shit in my own house, 
how do I expect my own life to not be reflective Crazy. of that? Mm-hmm. When that's something I absolutely control. So I mm-hmm. get that 100%. I'm telling you, like, I legit make it my business that before I leave my house, I have to make my bed. Yeah, if there's nothing that. else, I have to make my bed. Everything has to be I crazy. I have to make my bed because... Yeah. At the end it, of the day, crazy when you come back, even if you just wash your ass and go to sleep, you get into a made a bed. But I, yeah. I, I feel you, but then like your potato chips is on the floor, so miss me. Nigga, <laughs> 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 gonna try to bed shame niggas. And yo, crap the crunch on the goddamn by the heater. Crumpton? Yeah, he didn't say Crumpton. Yeah, he didn't say Crumpton. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the middle. <laughs> she caught my shit. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Like Chris Brown. <laughs> hey, but no, you right though. Oh, she no, but I mean, like, for I know real, you. I'm fucking with you. No, man. I mean, I feel you. Know, I feel you. Know, like for real, for real, like just <sighs> me getting out of that mentality. Because, like, come on now, let's be. If we can we, can we be honest? Yes, man. Can we be honest? <laughs> can yes, we man. talk about it? We go okay. Mm-hmm. I have had my life in shambles since I met y'all. <laughs> so the fact that I can now get things organized and like be a real, true, effective, productive adult, <laughs> like that shit, Ricky. Like for me, so I can't wait to have y'all over for dinner. For real. You but I'm not rushing either. I'm pacing myself. You go, you, are you purchasing the food? For sure. Okay. No, like for real, I ain't gonna lie. No, no, when I have saying, y'all I over, you, I, I want to host comfortably. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be able to have y'all over you know, food, drink, and like have a great time. I got a sixty-five inch mounted TV. Like, at least we all got big TV. Don't turn, right. don't turn it. Hey, hey, hey. I'm late to the party. Hey, how, how, you, said you, you said you got what's the size? Sixty-five. Okay, where you stay? I ain't gonna say that on live. <laughs> but bitch, make him up, miss. Yo, hey. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Give me a, give me a Zach Corden. You know what I'm saying? Still yeah, I East forgot they from East Cleveland. Like, Still East Cleveland. He's nineteen, nineteen, nineteen. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, but you know, until you ain't just, joking, right? <laughs> hey, you're sitting here like <laughs> it's so weird. I was crying after my first bathroom picture. Don't forget you put your toolkit in your car that day, huh? You know what I'm saying? Hey, why you got that? Don't yeah. worry about it. Dev keeper distracted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell the two man Playboy man. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. I'm joking. All right, so we uh. I fucking hate y'all. <laughs> we, I got a ponytail. We fifty minutes in. Uh, let's let's start the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but uh, I mean, this probably be the one we run to to to. I mean, let's get some other shit. Yeah, I'm off yeah. tomorrow. I'm I just here. I just thought it was funny, but go ahead. You, you so let's pull up. it up. Let's pull this up. So. So brainstorm, you can set the scene like you set the scene earlier. When we, yeah. when we, I, um, all right, so there was, sure was pause. The, oh, it's, um, it's okay. So they were on, uh, Michael B. Jordan was on a red carpet recently for Creed Three is coming out. I think this week, March third or something like mm-hmm. that, Friday. Um, and so he was being interviewed by L'Oreal. So she's on, like like you said, she's on the radio show mm-hmm. here, the, the syndicated show, mm-hmm. um, the Morning Hustle. But she's also on the. Um, the podcast with Angela Yee. I'm, um, I'm, I'm guessing they still do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something talk. Uh, lip service. Lip service. Lip service. Yeah. Um, so she's on there too, but... You can see it. Something talk. I don't know. So there's a... Um, <laughs> so there was this issue where, you know, they were talking... To, I'm guessing it was, wasn't on the pod or on the radio. It was, it was on the radio. It. Okay. And her co-host said that mm. um, Michael B. Jordan was corny. Corny. Okay. 
Said Michael B. Jordan was corny. Mm-hmm. But then L'Oreal was like, oh yeah, we went to high school together, together and yeah, we used to we used to laugh at him all the time because his name was Michael Jordan and he ain't no Michael Jordan and we in the hood. We was in Newark and he used to bring headshots to school and we used to make fun of him. All. So basically, the girl did call him corny, but L'Oreal went back to the thing that it probably just stuck like with him for his whole life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now she's on the red carpet with the morning hustle interviewing him, um, leading it for the day, the, the premiere of Creed three. Mm-hmm. B Jordan, the director and the star of Creed three. And you know, we know each other. We go way back all the way to Chad science in Newark. Okay. The corny kid, right? <laughs> no. Can we can pause this. Listen, he been locked and loaded for that. Years he been waiting for years. <laughs> I did not say oh, that, misquoted for sure. No, no you didn't. <laughs> no, 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 I heard, I heard it. it. I did heard not it. hear me say, I said we used to make fun of the name, but yeah, he is obvious. That last year, that last year is wild, man. Killing things out here. So, shall we got so, Michael B. Jordan, the director and the star of Creed 3. And you know, we know each other. We go way back uh-huh. all the way to Chad Science in Newark, okay? You're the corny kid, right? <laughs> no. I did not say that. Misquoted for sure. No, you did not hear me say cry. I said we used to make fun of the name. But yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, and she had to start talking to the camera because she looked back. She getting served. She was avoiding. I think said corny kid. She could no longer keep eye contact. She with that couldn't. Shit. She couldn't. Ooh, she couldn't. Wee. And she tried to play it off like, oh, I didn't say technically, but baby, you let it be said about me. Yeah. And like, you just and on it, top of that, you co-signed it heavy. Uh-huh. You nigga, you co-signed the Maybach bins on that corny kid. You was a part of the group that was fucking with him mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. And that's what stuck with him. Uh-huh. Whether y'all corny, corny or not, they said nigga was bringing headshots, all different kind of shit. Matter of fact, why we? He was a so he sounds like to me. I mean, as, as you looking at something, he was he he's what he sounds like to me is a person that was. We talk about manifesting stuff in people's lives about that. He's not the dude that was in high school that was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna do this." I'm gonna, you know, and everybody talks about somebody. Ah, you ain't gonna do this. You ain't gonna do that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then ten years later, the nigga is actually doing that shit. Mm-hmm. You look like man. When I was in high school, I went to school with the nigga. He actually said he was gonna be doing this. Mm-hmm. And now the nigga's actually doing it. Yep. So here, with this, the audio you gonna play it? Uh, already, let's see. I don't know where it's probably already playing. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see if I can get it from here. But no, Michael Jordan, and then he <laughs> also <laughs> would come to school with headshots. And back then, that was like in in the hood. We lived in Newark. Yeah. Like that. That's the hood. You know what I mean? So. It, we would make fun of him like, oh, "What you gonna do with your little stupid headshots?" Like, and now look at <laughs> and him. Now look at him. He got like panther money. Well, yeah, I didn't uh, exactly. You know what I really think to down inside? No, I think that girl. Michael B. Jordan is just like a nice, corny guy, and I don't mean that as a slight, right? I mean, we all. And that's the part that's crazy because yeah. the girl it's an ass backwards yeah. compliment. Like, I don't mean that as no. You said what you said, bitch. Mm-hmm. It's what they call a back a, a backhand compliment. Backhand compliment. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You so, don't mean yeah. it as a slight. So, well, if you don't mean it as a slight, that's like, well, he's not ugly. Then you could have called him handsome mm-hmm. if you didn't mean that he. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you even address she the negative of somebody? The, she, she actually meant the corny part. That's what I'm saying. It's, it, it goes to the to the Russell Wilsonish type of, of of stuff of life right now, where it's like, oh yeah, he's not this, he's not that, he's this, he's that, or whatever. But the bottom line is, no matter what, there's a 
a large section of women mm-hmm. that will prefer the the opposite of that Russell Wilson type of dude or whatever. Oh, he's nice. He's mm-hmm. a nice guy. This and that, whatever. But for whatever reason, y'all just don't like it. But what did I say before the show? Mm-hmm. Like there was probably a point because you was making the point that maybe about the 26, 28 mm-hmm. um, age or whatever. It's like you see this cycle of women that they start making those statements yeah. like that where somebody was corny, something like that. And I'm like, well, maybe at that point, because they say that women mature faster than men, that's the point where they're looking at something and saying, okay, this is the guy I'm looking for. But then the guys who have that mentality of what you're looking for is probably the guy that you used to call corny, mm. the guy that you used to make fun of or whatever. And now and he actually is that. doing that shit that we, we used to make fun shit. of it about. No, and the nigga no. ain't forgot you that shit. We like as if you no, listen, 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 this is all I'm talking about because I ain't getting <laughs> this before the pod started. We from East, East Cleveland in the 90s was as bad as any neighborhood on planet Earth. It didn't get any worse. It could be as worse. <laughs> East Cleveland in the 90s was fucking snowfall. Every NWA video, whatever the fuck you wanted to say it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Growing up in that and not being a part of it, not being a nigga who was selling dope, not being a nigga who was claiming the set and all that shit. There was a part of your experience where where them niggas was glorified. Like, it's not glorified now because we, like, nicer people or whatever. You like, know what I mean? Was, who, was, who was the type that was exactly glorified? Them niggas. The other dude. The street niggas. The, the, okay. Yeah. The niggas who was cutting school to go buy the Jordans. The niggas who was pulling up and 5.0s to pick up the young chicks from school. Like, while niggas weren't necessarily corny, there was a level of, like, you weren't looked at the same. You weren't looked at the same, man. Like, there was a cool nigga that hooped and played football. That ain't, you didn't get no motherfucking cachet for that shit in EC in the 90s. Yeah, Titan said them, them thugs was glorified. Nigga, that shit was on a different level, and you, you feel that shit, and we are living examples of it. You go back to different little spots around the hood, different reunions and people like hey no nigga don't hey me I don't need no extra E's in your hey or no extra Y's on the end when you see me <laughs> nuh cause back then you was too worried about getting picked up by the niggas who you know had that shit you know what I mean like it was it was as cut and dry as inclusive as it is now it was as cut and dry on the other end of it when we was in school and like it was so crazy. Like you only a few years younger than us. It was the I saw the switch by the time I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. I mean from college in two thousand five. We went to a Shaw game, and it was a gay nigga that was a cheerleader. I said the world has changed in five years. Mm-hmm. I don't know what grade you was in in two thousand five. I graduated, but at that point the world was different because that nigga. Could you imagine a dude cheerleader in 1998? Oh, yeah, it would have been different. It, it it didn't exist seven years earlier. So, like, we got to a point where, I'm, I, I, nigga, the mid-90s in East Cleveland was a motherfucker. And if you wasn't selling no dope, if you weren't running around with a gun or two, like, it was, you was looked, it was almost like, nigga, what the fuck wrong with you? This is the argument I have always had in my head for the past 20 plus years. Mm. 
it's always a situation where the niggas that's doing 15, 20 year bids is the ones that looked at as real niggas mm-hmm. and the ones that's sitting back taking care of business, mm-hmm. having a family, doing what they're doing, taking mm-hmm. care of their kids, all this other stuff look like it's being corny. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Then when they see you when you're 32, it's like, hey, <laughs> Leah make a joke to this day. I seen this chick I went to school with in Walmart. Mm-hmm. And you know the hey has the shit on the radio? Mm-hmm. We I can't listen to the radio. And if she in one of the things, she gonna put that shit in there right now. Cause something that happened to, uh, it was a, it was a, oh, it was this, 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 this Instagram video where this chick, he had held the door for this chick. He dude was with his girl. Some woman was coming out. He held the door for her. And she, the girl was like, thank you. And the girl looked her up and down and him up and down. And every time he did something for her, his girlfriend going forward, she'll be funny. Like, thank you. Trying to be like the girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that bit. We was in Walmart. And I saw some chicken out, like the deodorant aisle. Wasn't even nowhere crazy. And she was like, hey, Dev. And Leah was like, what the fuck? I said, listen, I went to school with her. That got shit to do with me. <coughs> this had to be seven, eight, nine. So I was, hey, Dev, from there on. You know you just named the episode, hey, Dev, with three Y's. With three Y's. She extra e. She, she don't live. She don't let me live it down to this day. But that should be happening all over the place, man. Hey, what's the name said it best? And I was getting ready to say it, but I mm. didn't say it. Titan said it in the feed. Like Mike Jones said, nigga, back then hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot hoes all oh, on me. That's it, nigga. That's how I go. And I just try to disrespect, but yeah. it's just that's real. I, wow. I remember, you know, back in high school, I was cool. You know, I was I was in the middle yeah. somewhere. I never was like a popular guy. And they deemed corny. Mm-hmm. I was like, in the, I was cool with everybody. So I ain't hating on my niggas yeah. that's from the streets. Cause I, but, I you no, know, I know my niggas all. from the streets. But the reality is, at the end of the day, that shit gets glorified. Yeah. Like, that's what it you It got want. glorified when we was in school. In our yeah. space, yeah. It got glorified. Like, if you was this person, mm-hmm. if you had the burgundy 442, mm-hmm. the cutty, the cut ball back mm-hmm. in the day, if you had the, the Tommy Hilfiger puppy coat, you had to, you know, with the Jordan, with the with the fresh Jordan Eleven, right? And that ain't hating no niggas that's getting <laughs> no. money, but a nigga like just simple, just got a, a plain, you know, white button up and you know some nice Eastlands on, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Cool. <laughs> some Wallabies, nigga. Oh, you Wallabies, was, no. <laughs> but no, because back then it was real black and white. You 100 percent right. Yeah. It was like niggas wasn't corny, but you was either one of them niggas, or you wasn't, or you wasn't. Yeah. And so, but and you, you, what I'm, it, it was definitely factions back in the day. Yeah, you, you felt you, it. You, you felt it. You was the sports people or factions. you was, or you mm-hmm. know, that version. And you know what's so crazy? <laughs> to be, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it 100. Can I go a step further? Go mm-hmm. ahead. I mean, it's simple, but I'm going to take it a step further. Mm-hmm. It's still people that I know, my age group, that still glorify these That dumb shit. To this day. You know what I, you know what I always thought was weird? I don't know. The, I agree. I'm sorry. I didn't I cut agree. you off. Now, I don't know their personal relationship with these people. Mm-hmm. They may have something else separate that may make them love these people. But the majority of people you see get glorified, nigga, even to, in my 40s, you mm-hmm. still got people looking at them like, mm-hmm. they see a nigga like somebody like us in a sense that's just nine to five, mm-hmm. family, take care of their kids, mm-hmm. do what they're supposed to do. Oh, hey, he was, you know, he, this and that. That's just how the shit go. Listen, how that shit I know go? motherfuckers that like legit was a glorified back in the nineties or two thousands that still, excuse me, move as if they still that nigga now, and it's so weird. <laughs> because like you know, motherfuckers who yeah. think like they still should be still like, entitlement. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they still can be like that nigga that like 
still do the same shit. So like, like, nigga, I call the police on you. They're still the popular people. They're still the popular people. Listen, it's like you hit pause. Excuse me, there's a hellion uh, dealing with. Uh, can I? Like, dude, do you have a tall T on? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you have, are you sitting up here telling me take about that, take that, that accolades in a fucking G unit beater? Like, <laughs> like yeah, what? It's different, man. Yeah, I, I mean that that energy, especially people, because like the way she said it, like he wasn't doing shit. The nigga wanted to be an actor. He is arguably one of the biggest actors in the world right now, and he didn't name him Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And he I, I was and, like from Shaw. Like, no. and he didn't name himself. <laughs> yeah. So he's getting blamed for some. He did. He's getting yeah. pretty much made fun of a bully nowadays. It's called bullying. Back then, it was just niggas was was ranking on you. Yeah. Or, Roasting you for a name he didn't choose and for having ambitions. Yeah. Like, I don't think people, like, when you boil it all down, <laughs> that's all it was. Yeah. People be like, what's going on, nigga? The, I don't think people get it. The 90s was a wild, that whole. Dude, you got bullied for things you had no control over. No control over. Like, think about it. You or if you did have control, you were weird. You, 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 could, you could hoop and play ball or something. Niggas like, oh, this nigga, man, you about to go go to college, nigga. Yes, nigga. Can I say the other the side? Fuck though? The other question is is, is is bringing headshots to school though a little extra? But we don't know what he was bringing it for. Maybe he brought it for something. Maybe he was trying, trying to be in a play. I'm trying to think, was he a he child? He probably trying to be in a play. I can't remember, was he a child actor? He too? was on, um. And I'm pretty sure he, he was on the wire. He, he was on the wire. He probably brought him. Yeah, yeah. No, he probably brought him talk to his teachers about him. Yeah. Not even for y'all. He probably wasn't Or school plays. Or maybe he thought him might, maybe he thought about making him more cool if y'all was talking about him. Or maybe the nigga got his headshots and he was happy because like nobody would probably do yeah, a headshot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I never, I never forget. I am still to this day pissed. I never did senior pictures. Mm. I never got a Letterman jacket, even though I earned letters in sports. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just so many things in high school. Like I never did and my send off pictures or photo shoots yeah. or like mm-hmm. senior. I never did a lot of shit. So maybe because. He was like, hey, you know, we in the hood, but goddamn it, I got headshots. Like, we could actually, like, you know what I'm saying, be some shit. Like, we can actually do some shit. Like, we have talent here. Like, it's enough for us to really, like, mm-hmm. be about our shit. Like, and I'm going to be the first person to show you, hey, this is a way to, you know what I'm saying, get yourself out there, this mm-hmm. and that, et cetera. But, like, when you talk certain shit to people who are not ready for that conversation mentally. Yeah, yeah. It's a mental thing, man. Mm-hmm. You are... Th- I, it, I, I never forget one of my friends real quick mm-hmm. she had fucking all white full fur boots we had never seen this shit in 05 mm-hmm. never mm-hmm. Full, like they look like two poodle, poodles we just called it oh you wear your poodles today now motherfuckers spend bands for the shit she was so fashionably ahead of our time that we was making fun of stuff that we wear now like my one friend from the childhood like she was wearing wigs because she had pulled out her hair being stressed and shit like that. So she was wearing wigs. Nigga, we wear wigs now. So like the shit that we was making fun of her now, we do that shit. It's, it's so crazy how life turned to the shit that you was making fun of or looked down on is the shit ago. that you kind of doing now and you spending way more money than motherfuckers mm-hmm. who was like, you know what I'm saying, on that shit, been on that shit. It's just like subliminal messages, man. Condition mm-hmm. in the hood to think that when you live a certain way that this is what represents the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. But if you this, then you just. I, I, th- I think you corny for saying, calling somebody else corny. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially even now, like to even bring that shit up the way sh- they did on the show, on mm-hmm. that interview. 
Like, that's what you, corny. What you I wonder how it came up. Because uh, she was talking. They was talking about probably about uh, you know, the shit he was going through with um, the, the one girl. Stuff, yeah. Oh no, she put something up on the shade room about how. She's like, I stand by my words. This nigga bring a, he be dating white girls. So what? Uh, so, so I'm, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I'm guessing she, maybe she's like, I bet he pop out with another white girl after that uh, Lori Harvey stunt they tried to pull for uh oh for his God. image. Yeah, I'm like, man, y'all niggas is core. But y'all just see, but the, they, I'm, let they, me stop. I ain't they, gonna do they, that. They talk so much that. shit because they, they, they can't, they can't stomach, they can't fathom being wrong about some shit that they mm-hmm. feel so confident talking about. Mm-hmm. Like that's a sick part. Mm-hmm. That's a sick part. Yeah, they, like you really, with all your energy, effort, and just like your whole frequency, like it's fucked up that you will want something less than for somebody who you don't even know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Just to feel some type of way, just to feel validated, and how you think somebody should be living their life—that yeah. is crazy as fuck. Or like, like I said, or being conditioned mentally to think that because a person is not what you deem to be, you know, popular, mm-hmm. then you look at him like he corny. Yeah, like that shit is. That's what she put up. You said uh, so. This the dominant. Yeah. So the one actually said yeah. it, the corny part. Okay, yeah. Any black man that dates white women is corny to me. I guess that PR relationship with Lori helped y'all. Y'all forgot, forget, but I didn't. Get the fuck out of here. You, you, you know what that reads to me? She's ruining her own you career. You know what that reads mm-hmm. to me? That reads to me when, when let's just say, you at least put up a picture or whatever, and let's just say people be in the comments posting about, well, she ain't this and she ain't that or whatever, and then everybody, and then people come to the defense and be like, all right, she won after y'all anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what that reads to me. Mm-hmm. A lady that the nigga wasn't checking for no way. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's got an opinion mm-hmm. because y'all read the fuck out of us yes, when, yes. when when dudes be on Twitter talking about how a woman ain't this and she don't look like this and y'all be like, well, she I ain't was want just y'all watching no a way. video about that today. So that's the same thing. That's what that reads. Can we please to me. get into the uh, the, the other part of it? Yeah, please. Can we get to that? That dev want to transition to yes. the other part of it because it, it does connect. It, it connects. It connects. Perfectly. It does, and I because and I, I want to say something about that. Go Once ahead. y'all say something, because like y'all said y'all thing before. Go ahead. I'm waiting for y'all to get it out because I want to say something. Go ahead. After. Go ahead. No, I can't. It's up it. right now. I can't say what I have to say because it won't make sense. I want you to say what you said about the. Oh, the how, how how it connected? Oh, yeah. How, okay. yeah. It's it's the same shit with the 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 Michael B. Jordan shit. I cut off the picture as you can probably see. There's 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 titties up here. If you can't tell, that's the stomach. Those are the bottom of breasts. <laughs> yeah, I show um, So we cut that off so we didn't, you know, get put nobody out there. But it just says I'm too fine to be so alone. We they have this thing nowadays. It is, it is annoying and corny for the most part, where they they've labeled it the manosphere thing. All it is is just men having a conversation, mm-hmm. and I, I can also get it because we we live in a in a patriarchal society. Really, mm-hmm. they get tired of hearing men talk, and I get it. I get it, um, but the same way women have have, have kind of put their force out here, like they're strong enough to do whatever they feel like they need to do. Men have become a lot more vulnerable and open to talking in recent times as well. Hence the fact that street motherfuckers on here to come and talk every goddamn Sunday. You know what I'm saying with one woman. You know what I'm saying that's just not some shit. You want to talk about shit that didn't happen in the '90s? Niggas want to sit around talking about how they felt about shit. And so you have a lot of niggas that talk about shit. And every couple of years, these debates keep sparking up and they get real heavy because I think, you know, the new crop of people turn, they get older mm-hmm. and they start realizing that their past choices are affecting their present and there's going to have a detriment on their future. Mm-hmm. 
and it's hard to it's just I, I don't it's like at times a young lady may ask what men want what men think and then we're damned if we do we're damned if we don't because if we tell the truth it's just going to get ripped to shreds and if we don't say nothing then we never communicate but the fact of the matter is if you spent the first 10 years of your adulthood popping that pussy on a handstand and then selling pictures of it on, on, on the fans of only <laughs> I don't know what to tell you because I joked about the other way I think I kept saying 401k niggas with 401ks so I'm like uh, thank you but no thank you I'm okay it just doesn't happen that often everybody I know knows somebody who it happened to one time well good for them but for the most part, that's not what niggas who uh, give a fuck about shit in general. It's just not going. So it's like every couple of years, these women, they be beautiful women. They got their body enhanced and done and they get their face with beat to the gods and all that shit. Then they'll sit around in Miami and Dubai and L.A. and taking pictures. And then next thing you know, at 843 in the morning on a random day. They just tweet out, I'm too fine to be so alone. What do you want me to tell you? Niggas been trying to tell y'all for the past four, five years on this fake ass manosphere they didn't. It's just guys telling you the truth. But for so long, niggas been lying to try to get some ass. Now, I don't think they believe it when we say it because they think, I think women in general still think that men are driven by like, Sex. It's a weird dynamic. Like, you least can probably attest to it more than any of us from being around us for almost three years. Men aren't inherently just trying to fuck women all the time. It's just not how we wire, but they oh, have okay. somehow tried to, no, they somehow tried to like convince the world that we just be out here trying to fuck every woman, no matter where we go. No matter what the scenario is, we don't have the ability to function normally. They're trying to tell you that every man, every man, like men, all yeah. men, adults, no, no, we can't, we can't also do the things we do in in, in the world and be trying to fuck everybody. We right. just don't do that. Right. It's just, it's just not what happens. And so, like these, they'll they'll get in these fields and they'll, you know, and it's nothing wrong. I'm not shaming sex workers or you know, you can strip, you can do whatever you like to do, do what you want to do. I'm just letting you know it's going to be harder to just uh, procure a nigga, okay? It's, it's going to be harder to keep a nigga. It's just not, it's not going to be that easy. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to make it sound pretty. Yeah. The first thought I had on this was just the um, the part of things where it's just, like I said, where, where it's, you get older to a certain point, and like I said, just a little bit ago, where it's like there's a, a point in time when there was guys who talked to you at a certain point or attempted to talk to you at a certain mm-hmm. point. And, um, and I forgot you had to put something. I'm going to throw it to you in a second. But it's just that they, they attempted to talk to you at a certain point and it didn't mean anything to you because at a certain point in your life, as you should have been in a sense, mm-hmm. you were living your life. Like I, I say, all the, I'm, I'm on record on the show as saying, Lori Harvey, live your life. Date who you want to date. So at a certain point in your 20s, you were doing your thing the same way guys were doing too. But again, like I just said a little bit ago, I think, as they say, women mature faster than men. So women may get to that point earlier than men do that. Mm-hmm. that we want to slow down. We want to do this. We want to do that. And when they get to that point, 
then it's like, all right, I need to find somebody with a different mentality. But then again, the guys that have that point at the age that this young lady probably is right now or whatever, the guys that have that mentality, you ain't had no issue. You, like, you ain't, you already done shit on them. Yeah. You already done told them in high school. <laughs> but this they was thing. already Michael B. Jordan at some point and you ain't had no energy for them. You ain't had no, no time, no space, no nothing for them. So now in their mind, they're like, I'm cool. whatever. And there's a second part to this. And this may get me in a little bit of trouble, but mm-hmm. it's just the other part to this. I also think that a lot of good dudes go through a space at some point earlier in their life where it's like, oh, I remember when you told me that the same energy mm-hmm. he had. He don't want that shit to do. So he going to entertain you. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then get rid of you. Yep. This is another part of it. I know you got something to say, at least real quick. Real quick. Real, oh, she, might, she patiently waiting, too. This might not be real quick. This is, I, I mean, I'm always tied into something. I saw this thing on Twitter the other day, and they was talking about what do you wish was taught. I think I talked talk about this on the pod. They said, what do you think was taught to us? What do you wish was taught to us earlier on in school? And I'm like, female, uh, you know, male and female interactions. I wish that was a class. We got to learn. Like, men oh, like learn about women. Stuff. Women learn about men. You know what I mean? Because... I have daughters and just women in general need to, I wish they, men got to learn a lot. We learn a lot from women. I wouldn't be what I am, one without my mother, but then without Leah. Women, we admit all the time, they are, it's a sayings, you know what I mean? Women make men better. We're trying to do the same with women, but they gotta listen to us. Yep. Gotta listen to us. That's a great point. The thing is, Ladies have to understand this as a fact. Like he was saying is these guys or whatever you get to 28, now they don't want you. The other major factor is while we are living and doing our thing in our 20s as men, unfortunately, women, we have a little bit more leeway to do that because by the time you hit 28 to 30, the way this system is set up, there's less of us. We get killed more. We go to prison more. We date out of our race more. There's going to be less of us Not by the time you hit by the time you hit that br- homosexuality, you hit that bridge at 28 to 30, 70% of the niggas is gone. Gone. Married, gay, in jail, dead, dating white women, Asian women, let they're gone. So while we was both at the same playing field at 18, we can play for a little bit longer. The society has said women mature quick. No, we just a nigga with a job in a 401k. It's like finding a hundred dollar bill under a goddamn couch. It's just a single nigga with a job in his early thirties, four hundred one k. Man, you find one. It's jackpot. You better hold on to him. A woman, professional, four hundred one k in her early thirties. Nigga, close your eyes and throw some rice out, and I bet you, you go hit one. You go. They're everywhere, and that's what they they don't want. It's the reality that's not being like talked about and. We gotta like prep, especially our black people, for to keep our people flourishing. Like we gotta, we gotta turn the, the clock. Gotta start a little sooner. Cause you gonna hit twenty eight, you gonna have a perfect body. You gonna be beautiful. You gonna be good with or without makeup. You may only have one kid or no kids. Hell of a job, good money, nice car, everything, your own spot. It's just not enough niggas, and I don't know what to tell you. So you might want to cut your. Your your thing a little bit. Short you got to cut face. that. I don't give a don't fuck know. shit to maybe two to three years post college. 23, 24, maybe 25. Cut that shit. 
Yes, it's unfair. Niggas going to be playing today 32, 33, 34. It's unfair. But also, we was trying to fuck y'all like crazy when we was 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. And y'all had the power. So it was unfair then on y'all behalf. But by the time you hit 25, the pendulum swings to us. And motherfuckers don't be ready for it. And then they be sitting there 28, a nine on the Richter scale as far as being a bad motherfucker and can't find a nigga. I mean, then on well, top, I don't know what to tell quick, you. And then on top of that, I'm gonna keep mine simple. A few words. I don't like. I said I don't know exactly where you know that came from, but mm-hmm. I'm too fine to be so alone. To me, that screams arrogance. Number one. Whew. And then virtual. And then number two. Sw- Listen, I'm. I'll be forty. God willing, I'll be mm-hmm. forty three years old in November. November twentieth. Baby, I don't care about what the fuck you look like. <laughs> if your attitude and your swag and how you treat me as a man ain't 100, mm. I could give less than the fuck if your ass is fat, your tit, none of that shit mm. matters mm. when you don't have the proper attitude mm. or don't have that type of arrogance. Who gives a fuck what you look like? <laughs> the fuck out of here. I don't care what you look like. I don't care how you shaped. We got to make sure we all... No, 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 no. no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not cutting you off. I'm no, 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 no. I'm going to let it go. But that to me, I don't, I don't care what you look like. If you don't treat me right mm-hmm. as a man, none of that, that shit matters mm-hmm. to me. And that's real talk. I'm going on 43. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. So what if you fine and your hair popped and all this other shit? I don't give a fuck. If you treat me like shit, mm-hmm. then you uglier than what you look like. Yeah. Like period. Your attitude fucked up. Yeah. You ugly to me. The looks mean nothing to me. Period. All right, we sorry you leave. Right. That's yeah, on some yeah, grown man yeah. shit. That's on you. Let's give you least the floor. That's, that's, I, I, I'm, I'm, see, she, she doing the hair thing. I got to use the bathroom. I'll be back. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You know I left something in the car. No. <laughs> I'll be back about no, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. next Sunday. <laughs> everybody, everybody who, um, <laughs> everybody who catch your attention is not a true represent, representation of the community. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this is not a good example of the community. Um, but as a woman, I've been that type of female for a man. And you can never, ever, ever be the right person for the wrong situation. It don't matter how good you are, no matter what you do, if you just not that person for them, you just not that person for them. Period. And that's one thing that both sexes got to understand and accept. Because it's a vicious cycle of people who are more than enough but trying to fire hold somebody who ain't even on they shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to the dynamics of men and women, I absolutely love the idea and concept of having that male-female interaction of being in the class because there's a lot of things that we don't understand as women from men and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And to be quite honest, when we talk about like the dynamics of a man and a woman... You got to realize y'all kind of put out there what you want a woman to be indirectly based on what we see that's being cuffed up, being married, being held down, this and this and that, whatever. So it's like, if I see that this is the type of female that's getting what I want, I'm going to model myself behind you that least. behavior because that's what I want. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You got two niggas that's practically married in here. What are you talking about? Niggas don't never. That's the problem. It's the opposite. 
We never marry the stripper. We don't marry them. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. You said what we cuff up and marry is what y'all model yourself after. I think we don't but marry them. I never them. gave an example of what I fucking. I never gave an example. Okay. Please run it back. I never gave an example okay. of that's the type of people that y'all cuff no, up and marry. You're just. What did saying, I say that? You're saying that that your women are going off what guys put out there. That that was your. That was what you were saying. But she, she she didn't specify what point. I I, I guess you know what point. Yeah. You know. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, come on, come on, come on. I never said that, but I'm just saying whatever. Like, we don't have enough Michelle Obama's publicized as the model figure to go to versus, unfortunately, yes, the Megan Thee Stallions, the Beyonces. They got to deal with Becky with the nice hair, or whatever fucking around with her husband we don't see enough positive examples as a black woman of what y'all really want to say okay this is the path that i'm gonna take it's just it's just what it is i don't see enough people of that good caliber y'all speak of being cuffed up and wife Corlisha, leah they exceptions to the rule no they are they are They are. I don't. I know. Okay, I, I think. I, I think online. Like, if you talking about, you talking about like famous about it, like, people. And think about it. And think, think about you're it. Whatever. Talking about is. famous people. No, man. I'm talking about like regular, your everyday people. But think about it. What? If you talk about Corlisha and Leah, they are not women who have never fucking twerked. They are not women who have that's never did we, some of the say. behaviors and some of the actions that y'all downplay females to be doing out here. That's not what we talk. I'm talking no, about. I'm, talking, I'm saying in general. You, nobody like, ever said anything about twerking. I'm talking about being an actual stripper who sells your pussy online. I'm not talking about that. Hoe. That's what I, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about that. Hoe. So that's what we were talking about. We we're not talking about women who just live life normally. No, but I mean, shit. I know a very popular stripper that's booed up right now. Booed the wanted. fuck up. Right now. All right, all right, Elise. So it's just like, if if there, so this is the thing about it or whatever. If people chose the adult life, right? And that's just what, and they all are single. None of them are in a relationship, engaged, or married. That's just what it is. And we see that, hey, if you do this, you're likely going to spend a life of singleness. But people who choose that life, who even see a glimpse of somebody having the results opposite of what most society would see conducive to mm-hmm. there's hope no, it, so the, even though I, I may be a stripper or have an OnlyFans if I know somebody who's a stripper or has an OnlyFans that still has a okay, relationship you, are you least? I'm going to say that there's hope for me to do what the fuck I want to do okay. and still have right, a relationship okay, with somebody I, I think there's a couple of things that play here though I mean, <laughs> there's no hope no no I, I feel like there's a couple well I mean yeah I mean I, I feel like there's this space of things where we have to let people have their space to say, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do in my life and, and don't judge me and I should still be able to get out here and find what I want. What I think happens a lot of times... That's not when, how life works, though. Yeah, but what I think happens a lot of times is that I don't think women sometimes listen to what men, men are, are saying, saying. We try to tell to, y'all. To what you're saying. We're, we're, y'all be like, like putting like, your own beliefs it's, on it's, us. It's, it's, almost, it's almost like I don't. I, I can't remember the exact. If we talk the, about the, the most exact. delusional sex, it I'm would definitely you, be male. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I got a good thing. No, no, I, I got it's males. I have a good thing. That's not that's your motherfuckers really want a person to suck the soul out of y'all, but never fuck a dick. No, you like what the fuck? How does that work? That's not the case. That's not true. So first of all, what I'm real quick, you got to look because she said talking about delusional. What we're trying to tell you. How the male brain processes this stuff. Okay. You're telling us 
how our brain processes. And we're telling you. So I understand what you're saying about what women say or what women see when they see somebody who could possibly be a stripper or something like them and they have success. So I should be able to have success. I'm going to tell you what men, men's brains do. If we see Garner Mishu have a very good game at football, we don't think that he's Patrick Mahomes. That's not how our brain works. We can see success singularly to one person and not think it's going to affect everybody else. I'm trying to tell you how our brain works. So we, in, in the male world, we can see one stripper have success and our brain doesn't process it like, well, I should be able to have success too. I'm telling you that's how our brain works. We can still be like, damn, remember that one game where Booby hit eight threes in the playoffs, that yeah. one game? <laughs> we don't then think Booby Gibson is the next Steph Curry. So I'm telling you how our brain works. So we'll see that thing happen and it's good for her. And that guy she's with. That doesn't necessarily mean that that exception is the rule now. It doesn't mean that I should start Daniel Booby Gibson as my point guard for the next 15 years because he had one good game. I'm, that's how our brains work. So if women just want to marry women and be with women, then cool. You can look at men and process the life the way y'all look at it. So extreme. But, I'm tell, but it's the truth, though. I'm, whether it's extreme or not, can it's I, how we look at it. Can I dig in a little bit more, too? You know, at one point we were talking about stuff like like a bigger picture thing or whatever about like like your brother and being mm-hmm. uh you know uh in, in his role and things like that but it's like if we really want to be serious about what we want to do and, and how things are happening you know, men tell you this whatever let's not say men as a whole let's talk about the men that you want to be with so let's if you was a woman and you want to be serious about trying to find a mate why won't you look at the men who date or marrying the women that you would like oh, absolutely, absolutely. And look at those types absolutely. of guys and say that's the type of absolutely. guys you be targeting instead yes. of saying, saying all men are doing mm-hmm. this why wouldn't you study that and mm-hmm. be like okay well what are those women doing or something like that because instead that's of, what we do instead of sitting there saying you know what I'm gonna shake my ass or whatever but you should still want me no let's why, why same thing for men or whatever well if we want to be married or whatever so what, look at the women that's, that, that, that are getting wifed up so Maybe we should focus on them. It's just like and we, then when you we we, we go to, but, even, but even right them. there, but even or right advice. there, let's go get advice no, from listen. my brother. But even right there, even right there, what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. When you're talking about like women who are a certain type of way to get the men that I want, I have talked to a lot of them. Unfortunately, those women have dealt with things that I won't deal with. like. Like those men mm-hmm. who are so good have their flaws of course unfortunately infidelity yeah, was one perfect. of them and i can't deal with an infidelity or unfaithful man i know i can't so even though that's the caliber of man i would love to be with i would not accept an unfaithful man okay so even in that sense i get exactly where you're going and where you're coming from or whatever like through and through but when we talk about i don't think anybody would though but there's a lot more shit going on than just unfaithfulness. Like you're 100 percent right. I don't. If Corley started messing with people, if it, of course. I mean, I think that's a given. But there's a lot more qualities, and not everybody's out here fucking people. So of course, I mean, that's kind of an of course. Like, yeah, nobody, unless you're a poly, wants to be with somebody who's fucking everybody. So it got to be other aspects of the relationship. You, I 100 percent agree with you. If somebody, so even if, if so even if we take yeah. the example that you gave as far as. You know, women being that good catch later on in life, but niggas ain't fucking with her, right? Right? What you mean? Because they already got spent. So now later in life, when you ready to settle down with somebody, you already played the ones that possibly yeah. was on your shit, right? Okay, so we have that example, right? Mm-hmm. 
So if we look at it, when you talk about like some all niggas cheat or whatever, well, who they cheating with? Well, if women are that type of caliber or whatever, how many men have dog good women? You, who you, ain't never did shit least, to but you. But at least, okay, I, you're you're not wrong. What I'm telling you is the reality of it is the pendulum is swung, whether you're right or wrong or not. I'm not just I'm like not, I'm hold not on, just right be finished. I'm just trying to get perspective. You're right. No, yes. you're right. Just like Michael B. Jordan was a good nigga, but he mm-hmm. was corny. We're both right. But at that point, the hood chicks who was cute with the blo- with the lollipops and the big earrings held the power. You're right. He was a good nigga who got spent because he was corny. So you can flip that all the way around and say, well, these women got done wrong, but you're 100% right. But unfortunately, at 34, the niggas got the power. Niggas so you're got, right. Niggas but, got power through and through no matter what. Not only 19. Y'all choose, not only no, listen, 19. I'm only saying that because y'all choose who to be serious with. Yeah, we choose relationships. Y'all, y'all, exactly. y'all, y'all control sex. So it's control not. So it's not it's so, but it's at, 19, at 18, 19, 20, 21, y'all mm-hmm. still in more control than us. Okay. Mid-20s, it definitely does switch. And maybe some dudes are in control. But Michael B. Jordan ain't even... He ain't... He's still a corny nigga. We don't, we don't fill out our Adam's apple and beards and shit till we 20... He wasn't Michael B. Jordan. He didn't get his grown man body. He was like 26, 27. Now he did You know, but at that point, he was that nigga. Fruitvale Station, Michael B. Jordan is up from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm, I think both of us are... Both situations are right. It's just... It sucks that you can hit 28 and be dope as a woman, I guess, or whatever. Feel like you dope, but it's going to be a rough road. It's going to be a rough road to hoe. Pause. No, no pun intended. It's going to be a rough road to hoe. I know this is a very extreme example because we're dealing with a legitimate stripper. But if you've been stripping for 10 years, it's just more difficult. Is it impossible? No, of course it's not impossible. Yeah. I just saw a nigga make, make a, a, a temporary sleeping arrangement in a tree. Yeah. Okay, so it's not impossible. But, ma'am, you ready to make your bed in a tree? Because that's what it's going to take to be 20. And, and, and unfortunately, <laughs> And unfortunately, when you do have that past... Motherfuckers ain't really trying to fuck with you like Mm-mm. that. But even I know some people who don't have that past, who really like legit been good people mm-hmm. that are single or not like really. Because it's not enough niggas. It's slim pickings. Like, it's, slim pickings. It's, just, it's slim pickings. Yeah. It's it's very slim pickings or whatever on females. Like shit, I'm single, no kids. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you said, I'm a high value mm-hmm. women or whatever. You know what I'm saying. Most people look at, but at the same time, whatever. I also have to look at my decisions and my choices. I can legit be married. Right now, not even working, but I refuse to use a man for a comfortable life, and that's why I, I don't want to be with a man because of I don't I, I don't have to worry about the financial and this and this and that whatever. I want to be with a man because I love him because I'm in love with him. I want that part. So when it comes down to quality men, it's some quality men I had turned down because I just would not do you right. I wouldn't handle you right. So I think that's a responsibility of both sexes just to know, hey, I'm not going to get with you out of pure greed or malice or any type of alternative motive. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Be with somebody because you really want to fuck with them. Let's go back to normalizing, not disturbing motherfuckers who you ain't serious about. If you know you ain't going to do nothing good in this person's life or go with them the long way, leave them the fuck alone. How about that? We, okay. Both sexes. Well, I mean, we, we, on, we, on, we, we on the pod, I mean, we, we, we got we to gotta, we gotta express both 
points of views. You know what I mean? I can't let that just be the point of view of DMST without throwing something in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> While I do respect what you said, there's um, love itself is the most fragile thing in a relationship. It's the glue that holds everything together. But it is the most fragile. You cannot build your relationship off the fact that you love somebody a lot. And the mentality around it, if, and that's part of the issue in our community, is the mentality around relationships. Is because we lack so much healthiness. I don't even want, just in general, I don't even want to put put it on, just healthy things Mm -hmm. in our lives. We'll tend to look at certain things as, um, kind of a hindrance or a detriment to our, you know, our advancement or whatever, when it's really just an ingredient to the thing. So the nuclear family, man, woman, child, is the most effective way to have a family that has to be a part of the equation. Yeah, it's love, but in those vows, it's, through sickness and in health, through for richer or for poor, till death do us part. So like, yeah, there's love in it, but you become a nigga who lose your job. I'm telling you, a woman gonna look at you sideways for a little bit. It's gonna happen. That love meter gonna drop. But if that commitment meter is up there, y'all will be all right because commitment to the cause is a fucking key ingredient. Because the love shit gonna go and come and go, not go. You gonna love that motherfucker. You because as a man, you gonna give your life for that woman and them kids, no matter what. But it's going to fluctuate. And in our, a lot of us, I'm not talking about you in general, but a lot of people are in search of love over everything because of we lack a lot of it in our community. Hmm. But that's not the fucking key factor to a. There is a commitment. There is a business aspect to a relationship. There is a windfall aspect to it. I got her, she got me, we got the kids, we got each other. That's part of it. It's part of the success model. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the reason why it exists. So it can't just all be all feelings, but we are one of the last matriarchal people, black Americans. There's a lot of big mamas and aunties and grandmamas running our families at the tippy top of it. And some of our decision making is very emotionally based, mm-hmm. it's, it's very, and we'll bring it's, love it's, it's into very it. Like matriarchal, we got to love. No, 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 no. I also have a duty to my family. Whether because there's gonna be a Saturday you wake up and be like, I can't fucking stand the way you fucking curl your toes when you get up in the morning. It's gonna happen. God damn it. I'm just happen? saying, it's, just, it's gonna happen. I can't stand your goddamn toes cracking. I can't stand the them toes cracking. You, you know what I'm saying? But like, it, you gotta have a duty to that person and you gotta have a responsibility. There's way more shit other than just, do I like you a lot? There's gonna be some days I don't even wanna fucking. I saw this video the other day. I should have played that one. Um, where the, the, I was talking about some people that are working and they tagged me in it after work. Where it was like, the reason why your nigga wanna hang around his boys is come say, some days he don't like you. He just want to be around some people he like and laugh and have some fun. Come to the studio and watch a show. But Dev, but Dev, it's what happens. This sounds so weird, 
But it's just like, I don't know if we all prepared for that. You know, you're right. I, until we go through it. I mean, like, but like, I also I, see how, real quick, also I don't, see. I don't know how my life is going to be. I mean, look, look, I, you, you know, y'all, y'all know, y'all all going to be yeah. at the wedding. Shit, y'all yeah. niggas are in the wedding. God yeah. damn it. I mean, somebody, me. somebody trying to be the flower girl, but I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, not me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but, but, but I don't know what it's going to feel like two years from now because I haven't lived it's it. It's a yet. motherfucker. In our, in our minds, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. But we don't even know what it's going to be a year from now, two years from now, whatever. So, it's, so I, I, I know I, I kind of yeah. get what you're saying with that. Yeah, but like, like, but I also do then realize I, uh, again, understanding that my my I don't go into the world thinking everybody had Petty James Reed as a father. I get it. Yeah, y'all had different. He's the stripper that married a nigga, a normal nigga with a job. I know he's an exception to the rule. You know what I'm saying? Like he's an anomaly. But he would talk to us. Listen. It's going to be about three years in. You're going to want to get all of your shit and leave. Don't. Key to marriage is not giving up. The key don't to it, it is not giving up. But, and he, but we don't prepare ourselves. The key word in that sentence. Marriage is yeah, the key word in that sentence. Yeah, 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 everything yeah. else? Of course. Of course. Hey, That's hey, the point. Of course. I but you don't get to marriage without a relationship. No, I get it. And sometimes even at, yeah. in, even in that relationship, you got to put, yeah. you got to go through some shit. Like he would tell me in a relationship, do everything you can. And if you feel like you've done all you've done, do a little bit more. And that's so when you I walk know. away, you know, you've done every single thing you can. So let me ask you this. When we talk about, you know, that being a singular goal for a specific person, would you say that at some point you realize that although your parents made you who you are and Maybe, you know what I'm saying, you look at it as a good thing or however you look at it, that's not maybe the environment you want for yourself. Because although I would change nothing about my upbringing and I love my parents to life, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could handle a marriage such as theirs. Now, it's things that I loved about their marriage, but what I wanted for myself. And even though we say we don't really like like even though like let's say like we we want certain things of their marriage but we don't want to actually have that marriage yeah. mm-hmm. we still gonna model certain things that got, a, got that got them the results yeah. that we want to see so mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying like, even though it's a singular thing mm-hmm. you still gonna model your behavior after what you feel is gonna get you the results that you want from another person's situation i mean i yeah. think that's the mentality of us wanting our shit to be perfect and it's mm-hmm. not gonna be perfect in right. a sense, like like we can look at our parents and say, hey, "Yeah, I know these things I want and these I don't," but it, you know, it's just. But we're going, all we're, we're going to have our own issues, no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, so so yeah. we can yes. look at our parents and see the things yeah. that they had, yeah. good or bad or whatever. But we gonna have our own that's gonna be completely different from theirs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Completely you can, different. Sure. You but the one sh- thing that's gonna be, I'm sorry, no, real quick, no, no, but no, the one thing that's gonna be different is that if we're talking about our parents, is that they stuck that shit out. Exactly. Go ahead. That's what I was saying as far as not giving up. The reality is. You may deem some things that was in your because look, let's be clear. Like I said, there are certain things in my at my parents' marriage mm-hmm. that you know I would deem to never yeah. ever execute ever with certain shit. Mm-hmm. But what you got to realize is that even if it's not that, there's going to be some other shit that could possibly be less or mm-hmm. greater problems that you, that you even experience yeah. you know what i'm saying and 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 not to everybody's you know feelings around there there or you know experience with their family and parents and all that shit is 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 their own you you know unique one but there is a point where um 
I'm going to do it with my girls. My father did it with us. Where there's definitely going to be some shit that I'll there's definitely some shit he wish he would have done better. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely some shit about my childhood I wish was different. Mm-hmm. I don't love everything about my childhood. Right. I don't respect everything about my childhood. I'm not proud of everything from my childhood. So, But I also had a father that came to me at 12 and was honest about what was going on in the house mm-hmm. and put some shit on my shoulders to really make a decision on like what we was getting ready to do moving forward. You know what I'm saying? I know that shit is unique. I know it's not average. You know what I mean? To not have a conversation on some like nigga motherfucker, but like a real live like Listen, this is what we're getting ready to do. This is what I'm getting ready to do. If you want to stay here with you, like a real conversation, not on some nigga shit, not involving no Heinekens and no, just a real conversation. Like I was 27 years old. So I know that that's unique, but there's also some shit that I'm not going to take from my childhood because there's a number of things I wish didn't happen. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that happened that made me the way I am that while I'm grateful they made me the way I am, I also had to overcome them shits. Yeah, oh for sure. In my adulthood, and I know that early issues with my own marriage was before we even got engaged was because I had lingering shit from before. Some of the issues I deal with right now mm-hmm. is shit that I've never been able to get past. So I'm never in the mindset of like, I love right. everything that happened. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. Some of this shit I wish to God never happened. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to experience that shit. Like people be talking about you want to do no nigga. I don't need to smoke crack to know I don't want to do it. I, I didn't have to experience that shit. Like I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get. I didn't have to experience half the shit I experienced. I didn't have to, and I don't want to. I'm gonna make sure my daughters don't experience. It. I'm sure they're gonna experience some shit. I know my 16 year old probably wishes that she wasn't so far away from me. And I'm gonna make sure that we have conversations about that all the way into her adulthood so it don't negatively impact her and the way she yeah. deal with adults and people in relationships when she get in relationships. Cause I don't ever want her to think that she gotta accept all the shit on her shoulders that happened to her when she was a kid. Cause that shit's on me. And I wish to God that shit was different. And I don't ever want you to accept it or think that shit is normal and you gotta put up with it too. You, if you have kids, when you get older, be around them kids every day. Just because I wasn't around you every single day don't mean you should be, be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? So and it's real. not crazy because like even in the good things of what we try to intend for our kids can sometimes be read the wrong way. Like for example, my mother bragged about how she was with my dad for four or five years before they had my sister and how, you know, we wasn't no surprise, it wasn't no accident. I was a planned pregnancy and we wasn't no bastard kids and this and this and that, whatever. And that's all well and good, but I spent the majority of my adult life trying to avoid disappointing my mother when, at the end of the day, I feel like when I have kids, I'm going to let them know it's okay if your lifeline does not look like mommy's. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you have a kid, you know, prior to whatever, you know what I'm saying? I, I just want my kids to feel okay to live their life and not be so hung up on what I did right or what I did wrong. Because although my mother did what she was supposed to do right as far as you know being married asking to have us all that stuff whatever the 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 time that my parents lived in was very different than mine you know what i'm saying like it wasn't it wasn't a taboo to see a single you know mother at my time whatever like it would be in their time like it was a lot of stuff that they dealt with and they accepted just to keep the family quote unquote together that people nowadays ain't fucking with 
So I would have been had kids had I been able not to have the pressure of how my mom did things versus how I'm doing things. Mm-hmm. So even when you're trying to do things right, whatever, sometimes that pressure on a child can fuck them it up. That fires. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, no, we've been it, going it, hard. No, you know what? Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm glad we having this conversation because it's uh it actually just is bringing back a lot of stuff that I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's just like. You know, as far as things that you may have seen growing up that like I've always I've always been transparent, like I always say about like my relationship with my children. So it's like one thing I can say I'm happy about and I'm thankful to God because I've been praying about it and I've been doing a better job is being more affectionate with my son. Mm-hmm. Because my father, I can't even remember back then. I never remember hugging my father. I never remember him saying he loved me. Mm-hmm. I never remember none of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember none of it. Very stoic. My father was a military man, so he was just, mm-hmm. you know, that's how he was. So I never remembered none of that. So I, I found myself earlier on in my, you know, with my son mm-hmm. being kind of stoic with him and and kind of being a certain type of way that I, did, I knew in my heart wasn't right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now lately it's just been more, you know, um, just more being, you know, more speaking mm-hmm. a certain type of way to him, you know, more encouraging, more, you know, mm-hmm. not making him feel like that, you know, something mm-hmm. is wrong or I'm upset with him or, you know, different shit. And that's what I've been. It's yeah. amazing. We came to this conversation because yeah. I swear for the past, even going through what I've been going through over mm-hmm. the past like six months. It's almost like that became my peace in a sense. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find other aspects of my life to get better at. Mm. What I was lacking in, I just left it alone. Where, where can I get better? Even though I'm trying to be a certain type of way, mm. but mm. that specifically, like I said, I grew up man. I, yeah. bro, I ain't never get hugs and kisses, and you know, yeah. from my my dad. You know, I I don't remember him doing none of that shit with me. Yeah. So it trans. I, I see that it it, it it translated over to my relationship with my son mm. because he, you know, the first thing he want to do all the time is hug and kiss on me. Oh. So, you know, man. I love you, Dad, or I this and this and that. Yeah, but I but I just be sitting there like sometimes even, you know, even even so now I ain't perfect. You know, I don't do it the right way every single time. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning, but it's even times you hug me, I just be kinda like, cause I don't know how to accept it. Man, that's crazy shit you saying, you know, man. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how to accept it. Like even with my daughter, you know, like I'm I'm, I'm more affectionate with my daughter mm-hmm. in a sense because I look at her, okay, baby girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I she need to see what a man! Yeah. What a man! When a but man you know, loves her, see, he got to see the way a man. But he got to see yes. how a man is supposed to. You know what I'm saying? So supposed that's to be a, right. And then I, look, I don't want to think about it. Even in essence, yeah. if you showing him how a man's supposed to be with another man, or whatever, like you're literally molding him to pick the right male friends going on. Right, yes. absolutely. And, and, Listen, the, and man. the thing, I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm gonna let you go ahead. I mean, and I don't even think y'all know what y'all saying right now. But I, but I sit back and and I be I be thinking about the situation. And you y'all just said something key. I was like, okay, it's always taught that as a, you know, when you're a man, you got daughters that they need to be, you need to be the first man that they know yeah. what love is about yeah. or learn about love. They fall in love with you first. But you know what? It never me, sitting here pre- me sitting here preaching about that and not, my son need to see how a man's supposed to treat his son. Yes. And look, yeah. and I don't want to paint this picture like I, 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 like my son don't get love for me. That's, that's not what I'm no, saying. I don't think nobody reading it like but that. But I just... I find myself being Howard all over again, mm. reincarnated. Mm. I, mm. I see a lot of me 
I'm a lot of my father in me when it comes to my son at times. And I be sitting there like, and it's like sometimes I feel so bad because he'll hug me. He'll want to hug me. And I'll hug him, but it just be like, oh, okay, man. Let's mm-hmm. go. And, and, and it, he be so passionate about it, like, Daddy, I love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I love you too, man, you know. But yeah. it's a reflection of what I went through as a kid, not having that love and that affection. Because, like I said, I, I promise you on my kids, I can never remember my father hugging me. And this ain't no, this ain't me shitting on my dad. I know what you mean. I, but the reality is, I don't remember none of that shit. Nigga, listen, listen, listen to this shit, man. I don't even think I've been talking this whole part. I think it's been my father. I swear to God, <laughs> because everything y'all saying, Teddy. <laughs> yeah, man. No, because he was an alien. <laughs> like every, uh, how can I put it? So many. I got like ten different topics in my head right now off the shit that y'all was just talking about. One, you was talking about like the the people the shit your, the parents put up with back in the past. The that conversation right there. I, I wish somebody could just like rip down the like, I don't know, stereotypical or fearful point of views from people just rip the curtain down. I'm telling you niggas is not like that in 2023. Niggas is because while we was raised by these, a lot of people was raised by these stoic males, mm-hmm. being a parent by nature is nurturing. By by nature, I saw this picture earlier. It was I don't know where they was at. I don't know if it was I don't know what it was. It was just a bunch of dads holding their daughters, and it was just a bunch of dudes like it was just embracing their daughters. It was like sitting in like I don't know a waiting room somewhere. It was like twenty different dads and their kids, all black dudes, and it's just like that is what fatherhood and love is, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, you can do fatherhood the other way. But you can also healthily healthily look at it and be like, healthily. but this is the right way. Yeah, he struggled a second. I got you. But you you can you can raise kids stoically. You can. And by the grace of God, they develop in the good. But you should raise your fucking kids with love. Oh, for sure. They should know you love yes. them. You should tell them you love them. You should hug them often. You should kiss them often. You should praise them. You should chastise. You should... That, it's, you, can, you can do shit and we can look at it the wrong way. We can. No, I get you. And we can talk about it over and over again. Or we can focus on how we do this shit the right way. Cause to be, it's hard to be somebody daddy and they don't know you love them. It's hard Bruh. as fuck, man. Okay. It's not easy. I ain't, mean to cut, I ain't trying to cut no, you off. I'm going to let you back to your point. Go ahead. I can even give an example. Um, we, we have all been around each other on separate occasions, whether it was all together or separately. Mm-hmm. And you know firsthand, you know, you know what I'm saying? You can see the way I interact with Layton. Mm-hmm. It's more so like, hey, yeah, hey, look, mm-hmm. nah, don't do that. Hey, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because I'm looking at this whole scenario and then now it just hit me. My dad lost his dad from a heart attack. My grandfather, who I'm named after, lost, lost my grandfather when he was nine years old. He was sent to his uncle where he was abused. Being transparent without putting it out there. I have two older brothers that dealt with similar situations Mm -hmm. with my dad. Mm -hmm. Didn't come to me, but I felt like the abuse may have been the stoic personality that he, you know, he, that he, he had to have that he had on Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. Not one time was I ever whooped by my father Mm. ever. 
Mm. Ever. But then where the confusion comes in with me mentally and emotionally is you will sit up and be like, damn, I ain't gonna never, if I have a son, I ain't gonna never be like this. And then you see yourself gravitating towards being that same similar person. Oh, do you? Towards your own child. And what I mean, and when I mean, like I said, I don't. I reiterate, this is not a situation where I mistreat my child. Anybody that's been around me, and my no, I love my son. I talk about him all the time. That's my little dude. Mm-hmm. But you said something key. I have to teach him and nurture him with love, and let mm-hmm. him know it's okay mm-hmm. to be loved, and he deserves that because he mm-hmm. don't deserve what I'm what I'm mentally, emotionally going through. Mm-mm. He wasn't. He, it wasn't his. It wasn't his. Fault. It wasn't his fault. You know what I'm saying? And sadly enough, we have to forgive our parents for things that wasn't yeah, absolutely. Faithful. Absolutely. Like, shit, I was like legit making a joke about it, but you know, I hate that whole toxic parenting viral wave of, listen, your parents raised you to the best at a the fucking best they ability. The best they knew how. The hottest, because like, think about it. Like, what we would absolutely not be okay with some of our parents' experience. Like, even on a even on the lowest level, my mom would suck her thumb. At three, they didn't want her to suck her thumb no more, so they gave her chewing tobacco. Hmm. Forget rum on the gums for tooth for, for for you know cutting teeth. No, they gave her chewing tobacco. <laughs> so since three, my mm-hmm. mom has been exposed to tobacco. Mm-hmm. So do you think at thirty six or whatever, however old I was, I was gonna be able to convince my mom to stop smoking, even though she had went through a heart attack, a stroke, and however however many other complications from tobacco? She likes the nicotine. She been doing tobacco for 66 years. She's 69. My dad, <laughs> he would have me at 40. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't a whole lot of patience and time for the, okay, we're going to bump our head and figure it. No, it's like we're going to figure it out out the gate. So, like, for example, I'm running in the house from playing. I'm thirsty as fuck. I want some water. I see my dad holding a glass with clear liquid. In my head, it's water. I said, hey, dad, can I have a drink of your water? He give it to me. I took a big old gulp. Burn my motherfucking chest because it's martini. <laughs> you going to think before you sit, right? You going to smell that bitch before you sit, right? Huh? Okay. Give me my right. fucking cup back. But it's like, it's just like those type of things, whatever. That we think about like toxic parenting, like bad upbringing, like nigga. <laughs> it's some shit that we would not be the people who we is without it. But it's other avenues that we are decided and we are choosing to teach our kids the same lesson, get the same result, just a different type of way. Mm-hmm. We can instruct and discipline with love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We can. We don't have to live a binary life. We don't have to do either or. It can be both now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, too. Real quick. Mm-hmm. This is the last thing I got to say. But you know what? Like I said, I hate to be, as we said, bragging earlier. But you know what? I'm, 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 you can I'm, I've been Go happy. Ahead. Good. Amidst the things, because I really focus. I, I, I know I'm spending a lot of time talking about my son right now, but that's because I just give a fuck, man. I love my son. So it was like, whereas now, where I used to be kind of stoic with him, you know, sometimes I just be like, hey, what's going on, lady? You good? All right. Are oh, you hitting with the Playboy? Or he'll do something. <laughs> right. Or he'll do or he'll do something. And I'll be like, whereas the old me would be like, man, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm like, let's talk about it. Like, okay. Like he got in trouble in school last week. You know, and I'm going through so much personally as a man, personally. Mm-hmm. But you know what happened? I picked him up. I was like, hey, you know, sometimes we have bad days, son. I said, it's okay. Tomorrow's a new day. Whereas the old me would have been like, oh, when you get home, 
I'm whooping your you ass. Ain't doing this. You mm-hmm. ain't doing that. You, I'm like, no, you know, it's okay. Because my son is an honor roll student. But it's just amazing. Like, you know, I'm just starting to see the transition, even to me as a man, period. Just this very conversation makes me realize right now why I am the way I am about friendship, brotherhood, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I lack so much love. Yeah. From a male perspective, that I take that shit and it can twist either way, whether uh, negatively or positively. I mean, positively. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all struggling. Or I could be <laughs> right. <laughs> or I could be a certain type of way. <laughs> like, like even for instance, Price like our situation that we had, we know what happened. Mm-hmm. But I could get because. You start feeling that pressure, me personally, of feeling hurt or feeling like you disappointing or, you know, different shit. But like I said, man, it's just I'm glad to be doing a better job as a, I'm, I'm still learning even at the age of 42. Even my my son is will be 10. My daughter will be eight. I'm still learning how to be a parent, man. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it but is, I know I gotta do it with love. You have to, man. There is. I mean, you know, I don't want to be too, too, too much. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's a. You know, being a father, you you care about it a lot. But then you be in the field that I'm in, you care about it a lot too. You know, what I mean, there is a there's a right and a wrong way to right. do things. Yeah, I see how you your eyebrows sit when you talk about certain. No, things. for real, man. No, no, there's a, because kids are kids are different. Kids hit different with me. Like it's 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 no games to be played with kids. Right. Like like I, I hear the story and it's like, oh, that's what's up. But I'll fight somebody if they gave a three year old some liquor. Like you, you, you now you you going too far. Mm. Like for me, kids, like fucking with and touching them, <laughs> raising them the fucked up way, taking right. advantage of women, shit like that. It's like it's no games in that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's a way. You know, you don't you don't put sugar in a gas tank. Nigga. There's no alternative. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So raising kids, yeah, yeah, right, man. Right, right. Like if you start putting fucked up shit in the kid's head, nigga, you now you rolling the dice with somebody's life. Right, because God forbid you didn't die some fucking bullshit. Maybe you fell in love with liquor as a kid. You know what I'm saying? You, it's a way to do this shit, man, and you got to do it the correct way. And it's part of our issue in our community. Right. And let's get, let's get it together. Let's get it on track. Let's do it right. So you would fight my dad about that martini? I, I would fight. I would fight my own dad for some of the shit that I had to experience. My brothers had to experience. Nah, that, yeah, that, like that's there's no game you're dealing with people with kids, man. Like kids is off limits. Kid, it's no jurisdiction. We ain't we ain't on no like that ain't none of my business, nigga. That's my right. business. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the kids be joking in school, like get out my business, nigga. You are my business. What are you talking about? Right. I get paid to be in your business. Like you literally are my business. Right. Let's talk about that village then. No, it, it is. But no, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. For real, that, that's village talk right but there. But we like, have to. But we all got to be on the same page. For we sure. All, we yeah. all got to look at it and be like, there's a right column, and then there's a wrong column. You know what I'm saying? The problem in the black community will be like, oh man, we can do a couple of the wrong thing. No, we can't. Right. No, we cannot. We can, but let's check that shit. Right. And get it closer to the right column. So you don't hug on love on your on, on your boys, okay? I get it. I respect the fact you're honest. Let's check that shit right now, right. and let's start loving on our young black boys. Right. Like we're not just gonna let that shit go for another ten years. You know what I you see? Like we can't do that. That's not we, now we playing real cool. We playing Russian roulette right. with young black men's lives. And I seen something. And I seen something. Not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you go again. You but I seen something. I was watching a video that went viral, and it was with um black males like us. Mm-hmm. And it was the young black males 
And it was it was called like a hugathon or some shit. Oh yeah, I saw that shit. The oh, dude and, asked, and the dude, one dude was holding the one young boy. He asked, he, was, his, he asked his father, "You ever got a hug?" And the dude was like, "No, never had a hug." And all the coaches you know, on the like, team started giving out hugs to the boys. And then too, I don't look. Like I said, I want to reiterate. I don't want to paint this picture like I'm a horrible father. I know what you mean. We know what you mean. We know what you mean. But sometimes I struggle with being more affectionate. Yeah, you know, did I need to be? You know what I mean? We all do. Yeah, we but, all be like, I even look. But you I, know, I, yeah. was gonna, I was gonna talk to y'all about that. I, like, I think we need to do something as far as the young black men mm-hmm. that we get together and do something for them, something like that, man, for real. Like, cause they need it, man. You could mm-hmm. tell they was he, man, he was, hugged that little dude for like a good 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. He had never had a hug ever. And it's a crazy that even like I said, bringing it back to my situation mm-hmm. when I hug my son, when I hug him, mm-hmm. man, this dude whole. I hugged him. I ain't gonna cry. I'm not. <laughs> that means he about to cry. No. <laughs> and he's trying to play boy say he ain't no, gonna no, cry. No, no, no. I ain't gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, you know, I went to visit my son. And I'm sitting there on the floor. I'm like, man, you know, what you wanna do, man? He was like, ah, oh, well, dad, I'm about to get ready, you know, go to sleep. I said, okay, well, all right, well, I'm gonna put on Spider Man, man. I know you like Spider Man. Mm. And I said, you know, come give me a hug. And I gave him a hug, kissed him on his forehead, said, you know, we're going to watch the movie and you know, go to sleep. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, I'm on his floor. I'm just on his floor laying. And so I'm sitting there and he to the, the right of me and I look. And this is all he doing, looking at me, smiling. That made me feel like mm-hmm. the best father in the fucking world. Because you know what? He didn't give a fuck about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a fuck about the Children. video game. All he wanted was to see me right there. And feel what he was experiencing. That was the first time in a long time with him mm-hmm. that he was just like, that's my dad. Mm-hmm. He loves me. You know what I mean? It's amazing, man. But You got me wanting to go pick up my goddaughter. <laughs> no, like, no, my goddaughter, like, for real, when you talk about that feeling, like, my goddaughter, like, <sighs> she'd, like, be on me. Like, it's. It's so crazy because, like, for her third, maybe her fourth birthday party, she had a little swimming party, whatever. And so I pull up late, and she see me walking up the driveway. When I tell you, she dropped everything that she was doing and ran up to my legs and hugged them so tight. Like, I had never had a kid react to me like that before. You know what I'm saying? And when she talked, man, I get on the phone where I'm talking to her. It's like, yeah, God, mommy, this and that. And when she actually called me God, mommy. Right. <laughs> like, right. I'm telling, like, so it's okay. I don't have kids, but that little girl, yeah. Dooley, I love you, girl. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, it's, I it's crazy. If, if everybody's being transparent, it's like even with me in my role now. Like, dude, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I go so back and forth on things right now where I just don't know how I get in or how I fit in and stuff like that or whatever. I mean, you know, and we've talked about minute, different man. things too because. I lean on y'all just as being black men and mm-hmm. being dads and stuff like that. Oh, but it's just like, it. mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just, but just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 I can do something sometimes. So say something and be like, all right, I think I'm doing something right or maybe saying something right. Sometimes I don't or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dude, I have no fucking clue. Shit. And I'm being a hundred percent, as a hundred percent transparent. I have no fucking clue sometimes. Look, bro, I, we- I sit up, it'll be fucking 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> and I'm just still sitting there sometimes in the goddamn living room like thinking about shit. Like, yo, I don't know. I, we never I don't, do. I don't. I, I swear to God, I don't know. We never do. Right. This is this the key. As long as you're leading with the fact that you want the best for him, you're good. 
Yeah. So that's it. No ulterior motives. No, uh, no, like <laughs> I'm trying to get him to go to bed so I can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like no, for real. Like no, because like, no, we you do it as the kids get older. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They don't want to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like as long as as long as I know what I'm asking. Mackenzie or Alyssa to do is for the betterment of them too. I'm okay, cause I man, I might be wrong in the month. I don't know. Hey, Dev. Mm-hmm. When I do have kids, can they come over to the Reed household? No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm strictly nine to five during the day, seven thirty to two fifteen. My office next hours year. are. You can enroll them at the school. I know I'm joking with you. Yeah, yeah. I don't hey, know. Look, my baby gonna be three weeks. Someone just ring the doorbell. <laughs> oh, I don't play them games. They gotta, they gotta be the place space for come my house. <laughs> oh no! Hey, hey, <laughs> and clean the kitchen. The whole kitchen, fam. No. All right, man, give my shits. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> hey, hey, for real, for real. Conversations like today is the ones that's like, like that makes me. Oh keep yeah, going we, with we this two pie. hours in, more than. Oh, we yeah. way more than. We like two well, and a yeah, half hours. Doing some change, yeah. Yeah. No, this was this was like for real because like you think about it like you you influence people whether you know it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about people as in like all ages. Mm-hmm. I don't have people motherfucking older than me by years be like, hey, you know, I, I like what you do. What? So mm-hmm. like, man Even when people ain't paying attention, they paying attention. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It'll come out of nowhere with some shit. So mm-hmm. hey, real quick before we get up out of here, it's hard to we see. Got you got a couple only, things. You only see the bottom of it. Um, but shout out to uh, Waking Dreams Creations uh, 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 artist in Cleveland. Got a couple of his pictures up. Yeah, we got. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was. Uh, gonna homie Mike up. Like, Thompson, yeah, yeah, he'll be yeah. up here in a couple weeks. Oh yeah, take a picture um, of it. Oh, I we did. Have to. I did. I got to put them up. I got to get a better version. I got to turn that light this off. This was the tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got to yeah, turn yeah, that yeah, light yeah, off, yeah, probably. Yeah. But I got to get a better reflection on that. So one. there's the bottom of them behind us. I did. I did take some pictures last week, but I didn't get a good one of that one. Yeah. But I'm gonna put them up. So the one behind us is the let them know. Yeah, it's the ready to die. Put them on the story. Put them on DMS. I am. Uh, I am, yeah. ma'am. I got to get a better picture. Okay. She ain't listening. Jesus Christ. She ain't listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. For y'all, I took a picture last week and it didn't come out really well. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to turn off the light. I did right too. Next yeah, to that it. one right there is a bad and, uh, one. And yeah. get a but better the one. see right here. Yeah, no, because Dev, you got to you gotta talk to him like that because Dev still gatekeeping pictures from Pot of R&B in July. I'm not about to talk about it on air. I've already told you why I still got them, man. But uh, but shout out to him, man. We'll have him up here in a couple weeks. He got okay. a um, a gang of a gang of dope dope art, man. So he all all over the country, really. He had uh you know a bunch of different people put his stuff up that he's drawn pictures for. Um, he was at that Martin premiere last year. He did some stuff for Martin. Um, There's a lot of stuff, man. So we got him come through. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's. Oh, we the that's stuff with, with with Kirby CEO. We'll talk about that. Yeah, after. that's coming up. Yeah, but yeah, that that was the big thing. I wanted to get to the pictures or whatever. All right, cool. All right, bet. Um, Playboy, give them all your shit. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ. Playboy D A D J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James three. You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, you know me. They, they know, know you. you. And, uh, <laughs> 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 Both of y'all. Who know you? No, like my dad say, man, be yourself before you be by yourself, man. Dope show, man. I ain't, I ain't even know it was gonna go that long, but that, that's what we do, man. DMST, mm-hmm. that's what we that's do, man. That's why have... I'm first lady of DMST because like vibes there. Might... You know what I'm <laughs> this I'm... might, I don't know, but this this is bordering on one of our lo- longest shows ever. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Bordering on but it. yeah, but, but like, I'm out, man. That's and then just the four of us though, because yeah. sometimes the longer ones been with guests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just the four of us, yeah, yeah. All right, you at least give them all your shits. Dave, give them all your shits. Go ahead. No, you at least give them all your shits. 
I'm sorry. Ulysses Dickerson on any social media platform. Um, my Instagram is public. My Facebook is private. So send me a you know a little message. Let me know that you tuned in on DMSC. Um, until the until next time, stay blessed, healthy, and wealthy. See y'all next time. All right, Dev, give him all your shits. Oh boy, it's Dev. Trying to spread love in the world full of hate. Love y'all. If you love me back, school my mama do. Mama do. Pops always say do what needs to be done, needs to be done whether you like it or not. It's the real big deal. 216 everywhere, man. Everywhere, nigga. Everywhere. Every motherfucking way. Sorry. She is so active. DMST16 says at yahoo.com. Everything, whatever. Comments, concerns. Yeah, all that. We'll be back next week, man. Good show, y'all. Yeah. It may be cloudy today, but the sun will come up tomorrow. So as long as you are here under the sun, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability. I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. Hey, can I say something real quick? I was um I, I said it before the show. And uh just just to make sure, you know, that we don't forget, you know, sometimes or whatever. Like, you know, I I one of the homies uh, had a little the, it, well like the, the homie K Nice, you know, had a had a thing at his shop on on Friday night, a night shop thing or whatever. I mean, you know, they they do his thing there with, with the clothing line and things like that. Um, nice CEO, uh, nice nice CEO, um, uh, and then you know DJ Step One is there also. They do the 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 DJ Academy and stuff like that or whatever. But I was telling you before the show, I'm like it was funny. I was there. I, I went there. You know, bought bought a shirt and everything, and I was just there chilling with with the other vendors or whatever, talking to them. But it's just like, um, like talking to, to Step One. He was like he was just thinking about the fact that they had only been to our studio one time, um, and that was the old studio years ago. So obviously we we coming up on three years here. And when they came to the studio, obviously they were on Boss Code show and they were recording in our spot. But he was talking about, you know, he's like, oh, I thought you was just doing DMST or whatever. Like he didn't really know about the D- the the, the um, DJing part or whatever. But I said it to say this, like, like we sit here and have these conversations sometimes like today where I, I'm like, this is why I do for me. I only can speak about me. This, this is why I love doing this podcast mm-hmm. when we have these good conversations like this. Mm. And so like when we're talking about something like they were there for to five years ago at the old spot or whatever and they still he could still remember oh i thought she was just doing dmst or whatever you know it's just like sometimes we say stuff on shows even these real conversations that we're having is making an impact on people that we don't understand it's having um and so i that's why i love doing the show i love y'all for it yeah, and, um, love you too absolutely you know and 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 out of seven plus years of doing this um the shit is still fun you know, so um, I just want to say that real quick, but mm-hmm. um, but like I said, uh, it may be cloudy today, <laughs> but the sun will come up tomorrow. And as long as you were here under the sun, live, like, live your life to the best of your motherfucking ability, man. So I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number for the letter. You. <laughs> hey, you better tuck your little cootie cat up in these prime pictures you had. <laughs> right. I ain't even look at it. If the wind blew too hard, that monkey was out. <laughs> I ain't even look at him. Hey, listen. Like I said, my Facebook was out, boy. My Facebook private. So if y'all want to see, my Facebook is private. So if y'all want to see what they're talking about, slide them under you. Let me know. Hey, I told you to show. I'm trying to see what that prom picture. Listen, that's why. Listen, that's why I got the posture I got because I was a late bloomer. I grew six inches in the summer before high school, and my body was cold as a senior. So yeah. Okay. Kind of. I ain't seen the pictures yet. So all right, y'all. Uh, we'll, we'll, catch y'all, we'll catch y'all this <laughs> Sunday. Sorry. We'll catch y'all this Sunday. Peace, y'all. <laughs> we out, y'all. Peace, y'all. Peace.